0: And That's so, the
1: key, is yeah. remaining calm. Yes, exactly. exactly. I've had to learn that myself. My father would always tell me in situations because he knew I was I was quick-tempered and had a little mm-hmm. patience,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, he would always tell me just calm down because you can think more clearly when you're calm. And okay. then th- when I really think about things, I mean... And I get a little perturbed about it. It's like, uh, how can I how can I articulate this? We just we have been bombarded with so many deceptions and we've taken on we've internalized insecurities that we shouldn't have. Right. um, the fact that we're dealing with stresses of life, we shouldn't have we shouldn't experience this. And when you have animals <laughs> you know, they live living their lives, you know, you know, the the animals are able to satisfy the basic needs of survival, and we are depending on a middle person. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, okay, who's really intelligent here? What? And I just, you know, the pandemic showed me, you know, like, hey, a group of people shut the entire world down. And that was it. I'm like, you know what? I'm tired of this. I am no longer give these people power. Mm-hmm. I ch- I'm ch- I have had to change the trajectory of my thinking and really process a lot of stuff and working on harnessing my own internal, my inner power, because we are, we're not powerless. We have power. The thing, the thing is the way that we have been trained to think, we've been duped into giving and transferring our power to other people, consenting Mm -hmm. to everything they come up to, consenting to their whims or, or germinating seeds that they plant. And our heads based upon things they show us, Visually, or the messages they play in songs or in their news report. I mean, it's all this other kind of stuff. It's just tired of the manipulation. So, anyway, that story's for the day. <laughs> that's true. But I know if anybody that can survive through anything, it's us. And that's one of the things that I appreciate about Black people, no matter where we are on the planet. Um, I have an appreciation for our resiliency because. We have been through some of the most traumatic experiences on this planet. Right. I mean, to be the subject of contempt. Everyone, seemingly. I mean, if we believe what how we're portrayed in the media, uh, you know, uh, there's a perception that we are the most contemptible people on the planet. And I'm thinking, I would think, I say, well, why is that? What What have we done? Why is it the people who have done the most heinous thing that they, 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 their reputation is intact? But just the little things that we do, the fact that we're loud, if we sneeze too loud, it's just like, oh, they're so aggressive. They're this, they're that, you know, just silly mm-hmm. stuff, you know. But anyway, um I know that we're going to be okay. I know this is. Mm-hmm. That's right. hmm we lost a, we lost quite a number of people. But in my mind, that just means that they're much stronger. They can make things happen from the other side. That's how I look at it. But nothing physical lasts forever. So we'll have to move on one day. But in the meantime, in between time, I'm going to enjoy my life and not live in fear. I just I don't kind of live in fear. Um.
0: Well, I rebelled against the system some years ago when mm-hmm. I really just decided I don't want a television in my house. Smart. And I haven't had television for decades now. And I really kind of, like, stopped because it seemed like it's been forever. But even when I had television, somewhere. Like, I came to, because I spent a lot of time in front of a television. I had so mm-hmm. much programming. And somewhere in my life, it seems like when I lost everything, I found myself. Mm-hmm. And, and those type of things, I, it, I, it gave me a different perspective about life. And I decided mm-hmm. to take, take back my power because I saw that they had all the power to determine what I get to be entertained by. And I don't like that, right? Mm-hmm. And, and so I boycotted Netflix before um, Monique did, because yeah. I could see what they were doing, how they would be tra- uh, portraying. Yeah, they were betraying us, but they were portraying us in a certain way that was always insulting. You know, yes. at, at a certain point, yes. So, so it just seemed sure, that that even though everybody is talking about a lot of things that they see and they watch, I'm just, like, left in in my own, you know, existence because I just can't feed off of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, I'm through other people's experiences, just like I'm observing, you know, listening to everyone, and I tend to do that. I'm usually watching YouTube. I'm not talking to anybody. There's no one here but, but me. And so I get to choose who I want to give my attention to. Yes. You know, and that's the sovereignty, whatever, every bit of it that I can have, I'm absorbed in. Yes. And then, too,
2: we have
1: to give our times to think. And that's the biggest problem on the planet is thinking. We do surface thinking, but don't do any deep thinking, go introspectively within ourselves because at the end of the day, what we have to deal with really is ourselves. And truthfully speaking, we are our own worst enemies. The first enemy is within, then without. All the outside stuff is is really a distraction. We have to deal with ourselves, do the mental work that is necessary to achieve balance. But um, it looks like, and I am witnessing that things are taking a turn, that we are waking up out of from, uh, or I would say recovering from amnesia, and we're putting a lot of things into perspective, and so I'm really pleased to see that.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: And like you, even though I have TV, most of the time, I spend my time on the computer on the internet than I do in front of a TV. And when I do, I like to look at certain images. Um, just looking at just regular TV, there's a lot of vulgarity. And even now, I mean, they're showing a lot of non-heterosexual activity between people. And I'm like, okay, what does that have to do with the You know, it's like, uh so I find myself watching a lot of Nollywood or uh, uh, subscribing to Coilet TV so I can see some of the independent filmmakers. Uh, they introduce mm-hmm. film projects that show us mm-hmm. South America, Central America, Papua New Guinea, uh, everywhere we are, and they're showing uh, people are telling our our stories, our narratives. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's what I want to see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because when our children, we have to we <laughs> we need to protect our children from certain images, and I can understand why we assimilate or uh aspire to some degree to be like B-O-E-B-O, or the white folks don't just say it like that. <laughs> because we from birth we've been socially conditioned. Every everything on T V is them. Everything right. good is them. When I was coming up, Brady Bunch was I loved the Brady Bunch because I wanted to live in the suburbs. You know, it's like cool, you know, just so many things we fired because that's how we've been visually socialized to certain things as normal. To be normal, you have to do this. You have to look this way. You have to act this way. And all it did was make us a former shell of ourselves. Mm-hmm. So I have to appreciate my mother... And, and, and she put artwork. She put stuff around the house that looked like me. She put up our images. And then gave me the history about it. She had me read all these different books and stuff. And I could, I can appreciate that because she wanted me to have an identity, an identity to understand who I was, where I came from, that whole sort of thing. And that's something that we have to do passing the torch to our next generation.
0: That's right. And the same thing for the education of our children, because you know, um the news that um Florida doesn't want to teach um history, it's like, well, the opportunity is that I mean, teaching our history, the opportunity in that is that, like, we should take the, you know, take the reins to to determine how our history should be told anyway.
1: Yes, I agree with that. Um,
0: ever since I was a little child,
1: I knew I was going to be a teacher. I knew I was destined to be a teacher, but I knew that I didn't want to teach the curriculum that we were subjected to. I mean, to be quite truthful, the stuff that we learn, the, the current curriculum that we were uh, that we were brought up learning is actually African knowledge. It's our stuff that's been repackaged and given back to us. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you that I understand why children may not be um, motivated in learning because the majority of information that they learn in school is about somebody else. It's, you know, you're learning mm-hmm. their history. And so it's not motivating. Mm-hmm. So I can see it's a put off. Mm-hmm. So I know that there has to be a, I'm just going to say it, white folk are not qualified to educate black children. They do not have the cultural sensitivity. And they have inferior information. Mm-hmm. Our purpose here is to create And it doesn't stimulate creativity, doesn't motivate that, doesn't inspire and stimulate our kids to create or to be creative. So in that classroom, sitting there for hours, they get a little bit antsy because you're not saying anything that's going to inspire them. If you're going to teach them, you have to teach it to them from a cultural perspective. You go to Korea, the kids are learning advanced mathematics, but they're learning it from a Korean perspective. They're learning history, but they're learning from a Korean perspective. It's the same thing that we have to do with black children. We have to teach it from our perspective because the first we are the first people here, and I'm I'm confident that children would be excited about learning if we were to let them know that the reason why you have the ability to count and recognize numbers is because of black folks. We originated mm-hmm. in mathematics. We were the first to identify numbers, and then we can go into the science of numbers. Right. We can orient our children. We can correct them so they go up from down, left from right. We can teach that to them because all of this information that <laughs> it, 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 has been left behind. Our ancestors left this for us so that we could use it to recover our minds.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. We have to learn about us. And then
1: one of the pet peeves I have about U.S. education is we have all these advanced degrees, but we still have problems in society. If you're educated, you should be able to use that knowledge and apply it to solve problems. But the ones with formal education are crooked. So I'm like, well, what's the purpose? And I said, okay, they're teaching us what they want us to know. And they're training us like you train an animal. They're training us because they know that we are going to think like them. But we can't think like them because we've tried thinking like them and it hasn't benefited us. We're still in the same condition. If we're going to achieve liberation, then we have got to be in our own mind. We have to recover our original paradigm of thinking. Because if we recover our original paradigm of thinking and get back into the sciences and stuff, then we're going to surpass everyone else. They've reached an apex. They've reached an apex of their knowledge. They learn by destroying stuff. They're always smashing atoms. That's how they learn. We got to destroy something and then put it back together. Then we figure out how it operates. But we, we observe. We understand the order. We look at the universe. We look at nature. We see order. They look at the universe. They look at nature and they see chaos. So they operate from chaos. They operate from destruction. We operate from order. We operate from creativity. And it is creating a clash within us because we have taken on someone else's programming and it is conflicting with what we are at the DNA level. What's innate within us. It's creating a conflict. So we just gotta get
2: this change, um,
1: Or that's some different material for learning, I should say. Our children have to learn by they have to think critically, so they have to be presented with challenges, so they can think instead of reading a book and memorizing that, because then you're taking on somebody else's thinking. That a real education, because the real education is to draw out or to extract what's already in you. When we go through challenges or through adversity, <laughs> another number of reason why we invented a lot of things is because we wanted to make our jobs easier. So it stimulated creativity for us to invent little gadgets and different things because that was a challenge. And when you're presented with a challenge, you're going to solve the problem, so you're going to create. We didn't have to read a book. We had to think. We had to compound facts. We had to observe, and then we confirm, and then we test. That's how our children have to get back to that type of thing. But with calculators, with computers, it made us lazy. We don't want to use a mind. We don't take out a pen and a paper and compute numbers and stuff. We just, oh, just use this calculator. Who's computing square root? Who is computing the Pythagorean or applying the Pythagorean theorem and all these other types of things, I mean. Who is looking at the periodic table of elements? I'm looking at that. And relating it, seeing how that periodic table of elements relates to us, relates to nature. You almost have to rely on the periodic, (laughs) the periodic, what a periodic chart of elements in order to eat food. You have to go back to food science. Know the proper way to combine food so you can get optimal benefits from what you're eating because there's a lot of processed stuff. We need a real education. And why other the people going into robotics and machines and all this stuff, we need to be dealing with forces because that's really our specialty. But again, those are stories for another day. You notice how they have
4: us doing like a um, multiplication, like one times zero
1: equals zero,
4: which is wrong. If I have an apple and I multiply by nothing, I should still have an apple, right? So <laughs> it's kind of like weird. Yeah, they have us on some weird stuff. But, you know, everything else seems to add up. But that part, multiplication part, it makes no sense to me because you can't have something, you can't multiply something with nothing and end up with nothing. If I'm holding something well, physical and I multiply
1: with nothing, I should still have that thing in my hand. Well, here's the thing. Is there really a such thing as nothing? This is where you... This is part of the, the the thinking that we don't have because our thinking is not rooted in the science. It's not rooted in the science of nature. Nature itself is a science. So nothingness to them is like a void, but nothing to but nothingness to us and our paradigm of thinking. There is no such thing as nothing. The the nothingness that they think is nothing is actually the realm of waves, exponents, fractions. Because it's to the left of zero, we look at it as a number line. But everything that's to the left of zero is a fraction or an exponent. That would be the spiritual realm or the dark universe. So everything to the left of zero is negative. But everything to the right of zero is a whole number. Because the one has the one has become has moved in the denominator position, so you're in the positive. So, in our language, we say things like "think positive." We say things like, "Ooh, you know, this person he went dark, he went negative." In reality. Dark is negative, but the way the connotation is plotted in English is wrong because the negative is not bad. The negative is an evil. If you go to a doctor and you take a test, what do you want your results to show up to find out if you have a disease? What do you want your results to say? Right, negative. Exactly. If you have disease, what does it show up in the test? Positive. Yes. That's right. Mm -hmm. So when you go and you get a scan, a body scan, radiology, scan your body, when they look for disease in your body, guess what it shows up? It shows up as light. Mm -hmm. When there are no cancer, it shows up as dark. When there's no uh, abnormal cells, it's dark. But when there's inflammation, pain in the body, it shows up as light. But just think about how we have mentally how we've been conditioned to express ourselves using language, using the English connotation, English word deception. That we're constantly speaking against ourselves and we don't know it. We constantly lie against ourselves and we don't know it. And it's because of language syntax, how we use it, how we've been... influenced (laughs) how we've been taught to speak and use language and we're constantly lying and don't even know it
2: that's why it's like that's why um, it's so hard
4: to be that's why people talk about like be real because remember the story of Pinocchio Mm-hmm. He kept lying, so it it made it made him, it made him um unreal. Like he, he couldn't be re- he couldn't be a real boy because he was lying. So if the language makes us keep lying, then that means a lot of people walk around here are not real. In order to be real, you have to not lie. You you have to speak the truth. Yeah, and if they, the in, language
1: mm-hmm. and the the. The reality that has been imposed on us is rooted in artificiality, is rooted in fiction, is rooted in lies. That's why I said in the beginning, we have been subjected to and exposed to deceptions. It's, it's like Alice in Wonderland. The deception goes real deep. And it's... um but we're, we're 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 getting to a point where we're starting to see the wordplay, and I and I, I smile when I see like some of the, the the rappers or someone who's a poet and they're and they use wordplay and they're starting to see, uh, hmm, this is interesting. Um, Cat Williams in his stand-up routine was talking about the english language and certain words and he was like you know i was confused because the word knife and he spelled out the letters knife he's like what's the purpose of having a k what sound does that make exactly and there's a lot of words in the english language that have letters that are silent so what is the purpose Confucian,
4: oh, to Confucian.
1: Yes, yes. Because they have a. In, in the month. The year it's a December December is here.
2: The right is not the right. The
1: months. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, there are a lot of words. Uh, spell the
0: number one. Spell it. Zero. I mean zero. O N E. Which which <laughs> of letters is not? Have it's not with the w with the, with
1: the w uh-huh.
0: so how do you think
1: so if you were to pronounce it own. without using your memory, how would you pronounce that word own yes yes if you if you read that word with your mind, you would actually sound it out properly, but if you go from memory, you're taught to pronounce that word that way
0: Correct.
1: Um, and that's the thing we operate from memory
2: instead of mind
1: Uh we operate from memory instead of mind and that's the problem because the universe operates on truth and the mind is always truthful but when you are indoctrinated Uh to think from memory through memorization we're going to show you these sight words and you have to remember this pronunciation Uh then you will cut off You've basically, uh, you're not using your mind.
2: And his language is uh,
1: it's tricky. And then English right. has a private side and it has a public side because the English that is used by uh, legal professionals, they use a different language. They have a whole dictionary. One hundred percent. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. So the words that we use everyday, informal language, the meanings are not the same in a court of law. That's why you you say it can be used against you
4: because it's 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 too different. It's it's a, like you could be saying
1: one thing and mean something entirely different. Yes, that's the deception. And that's how information is. There's private information and there's public information. There's information it's like, that is allowed to be, uh, you know, that's allowed to, you know, to be in the public domain. Then there's private information. Private information, you have to take an oath of secrecy. Not to reveal it.
0: Hold it.
1: California State is completely different from the California State.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: California State is California and then State, sorry, I mean State of California. State mm-hmm. of California and then
4: California State. Two different, completely two. Uh, entities. Yes. One is private, one is is public. California state, just two words. California state is different from the the state of California. This is every state. Delaware state is different state of Delaware. One is private, one public. Yes. It's all in the language, the words,
2: it's
4: operating on two different dimensions or whatever.
1: Yeah. So you could be saying one thing, double speak. Yes, that's it. Yeah. Yes.
0: How do we end up with Washington State and Washington, D.C.? That's the District of Columbia. That's like the capital. District
1: of Columbia. Columbia.
2: Hmm.
1: District of Columbia. There's just a lot of things that's right in front of our face.
4: Colombia is the goddess that they worship.
1: Mm hmm.
2: Yep. And okay, so is California.
1: At least Yep. Now.
2: Yep. And a
1: lot of the European holidays that we celebrate, uh, it's actually we celebrate their criminal heritage. We celebrate their war heroes, we celebrate their colonizers, their imperialists, their murderers, we celebrate them. Don't know that. But getting back to a quick thing yeah. about language, since I've been learning Evo and learning some of um some African languages, um, those languages are actually actually math codes. And those languages, the syntax in which those languages are spoken can be, how can I put this, to confirm the truthfulness of the syntax and truthfulness of, of the statement. If you read it forward and backward, it's still conveying the same message. It balances to zero. In English, it's not like that. Because we have, what you call it, adverbs. You, it makes it difficult to convey a truthful message or to convey truth because of the syntax and the real tricky adverbs, adjectives, and, 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 and prepositional phrases and, and so forth. You either pregnant or you're not pregnant not almost pregnant not somewhat pregnant it, it's it's kind of like there's no in between but you can take a statement a sentence in the English language and it's vague doesn't make any sense it's completely open and it is not closed, so that's why people can make generalizations and not really answer or speak to something directly. Again, we're going back to the the, the syntax and how languages how it is used. The language of and I the law they don't, go ahead, no, I'm sorry,
0: no, I just said that's the language of contracts, <laughs> and right. yes. so mm-hmm. do you know why
1: because they can steal Mhm, English is a language for a criminal mind,
2: that's the guy's language, yeah.
1: Yeah. You want to commit theft? You want to commit fraud? Then write your contract in English. Exactly. Because in the English language, like you said earlier, you said an, an entity. A business is a person with a social security number that is called an EIN number. And it has rights, just like a living, breathing agent. So, it's it's very interesting how business entities are used and how business entities conduct business and the authority that is given to an entity because one of the things I wonder, what is the name of this country?
2: What is the name of of the
1: country? United States Hmm? of America. Is it? The United States. Didn't the country go bankrupt and they have to change the name? Hmm. So when they talk about the Constitution, which entity are they talking about? For which entity?
2: You see where I'm going with this?
1: Yeah, this is wow. This is crazy. Like this is really mm-hmm. deep. Yes. We've been exposed to deception. And deceptions are legal. Truth is illegal. Truth will get you unalived. Their enemy I mean, that, that that's their pathology
2: because they rule through deception.
1: So I question information that's being disseminated in the public domain. I question it. Oh, cool. How is this important to me? How is this going to impact me? Where does this fit in my priority of things? Because our minds are so powerful that if people plant seeds, we will germinate. it. We will cause it to happen. Because when you fear, your fear will cause things to happen. When you're fearful,
3: when you worry,
1: that which you worry or fearful about, you are going to cause it happens because you're sending sending mental energy towards it.
2: Do people really know what burning is? You know, it's like it's a lot of things.
4: Oh, yeah, go, go in, go in on the money because I think, I, you know.
1: <laughs> Do you know what laws are? Laws are financial debt instruments. Pretty much everything that happens, everything, every, many activities that are conducted are banking instructions. Crime is a banking instruction. Money are basically genocide money vouchers. They print money and it is not based on the gold and silver standard, but they have to collateralize that. So, what is, guess what the collateral is? You and me our life. They print money, somebody got to die. There's a prime debtor. A lot of stuff that goes on. Every crime has a market price, which is bundled as security. And market it on the secondary exchange. You tie in the bank. A
2: lot of things are. Yes.
1: Banking and banking and laws are intricately tied together. Notice. You break a law, you're going to pay what? A fine. It's about revenue,
2: profit. We've been duped.
1: Even the debt that we so-called have is illusory. When you understand their accounting system, electronic ledger, when you find out how we've been defrauded,
2: It'll piss you off. And you become cynical.
1: But like, they've given us slavery movies, you know, for so long
4: that uh, I had an uncle that would... (laughs) I had an uncle that would sit every day after work. He would watch the same 12 Years of Slave or something. Mm Is that one? He would watch the same thing every day. I mean, it was it was so crazy. He he would be sitting in the living room, watching watching TV, and that would be the same thing he would watch every day. Because I yeah. guess to him he he cannot believe how wicked lights were, to to us or whatever. So he couldn't believe you know. So it's just like I don't know what it is, but he just had to watch it. These movies are not easy to watch though.
1: They're not easy to watch, but ah, I mean, those those movies are driving
4: and all that stuff. Hmm?
1: Those movies I'm are, are it
4: internalized or something. He was watching mm-hmm. Internalized internalized I don't know, but why would you occupy your mind on this? But it was yeah, one I mean, of those movies. Like either I don't. There's how many of those are there? Twelve Years a Slave and this other ones. Roots.
0: No, it was Roots. Roots. Yes, yeah.
1: Roots. Oh my God. Mm-hmm.
0: That, that was exactly
1: that would add drama to it, but if you read the slave narratives, I read a book with slave narratives. These were um slaves, people who were slaves, and they had been interviewed, and they wrote their narratives or someone they may have articulated their experiences and it was compiled in a novel and I really must say that the language in which they use the English language, they were very smart, very smart, intelligent people. But the conditions they had to endure harsh conditions. They had to endure being dehumanized. Um and that was that that's really something. However, we can't get, um, overwhelmed or allow it to overwhelm us with emotion. We have to just kind of, you know, deal with it, but continue to move forward. Um,
0: that's right.
1: But the
0: way I did. It's a trap for your psyche.
1: Yes. And that, that's another thing. Um, the way I see it, I'm going I'm to just gonna tell you like this. Our experiences in America, in the United States, I look at it as as we, we underwent a great initiation. Um, being in close proximity to other people, we know their strengths and we know their weaknesses. Mm-hmm. We know them in a way that others who grew up or lived in predominantly black societies don't. So um, we're in a position to ring the bell and let them know this is this is what you're dealing with. These are the kind of forces you dealing with. You have these people that come into your environment. You know, know what you're dealing with. And we know from experience. Um, there was a comedian, a female comedian. I think she was Ethiopian, and um, she said in her her routine that. She couldn't relate to African-Americans, you know. She thought us, but she couldn't relate to us. But as time went on, she was like, ah, I understand them. I understand why they think the way they think. And she was telling the white audience, you have shown your incivility, your inhumanity to black folks, and that's why they don't trust you. That's why they don't like you. But you come over here to Africa and you put on a different face. You need to show us the same face that you show the black Americans.
2: And I was exactly. like, "Oh,
1: wow!" But it will still be tricky because their faith is the
4: faith of Jesus, and Africa has all these religious
1: institutions, churches, and stuff. Yeah, so in but that's for money, like, <laughs> I, I, That's for money. Let me tell you something. I don't care Jesus, Muhammad, and stuff like that. An African's not going to forsake his culture. Because when the child or something gets sick, guess what he's going to He's going to the village shaman. He's going to go to the diviner. That's what they do. Just like a Nigerian friend here, he started a, a, and he's a church, a church. He was having church on the phone, and then they eventually moved his storefront to a church, blah, blah, blah. And I told him, I said, listen, I said, you're a you're man. Your culture, you have a deep, rich culture. Why are you Why are you dealing with this Christianity BS? And I said it just like that. Why are you doing this Christianity BS? Your culture is rich. You have sciences. Why? And I just told him, you're doing this for the money. Right. It's money. Yeah. That's the reason why they deal with this. Because when you align yourself with certain religions, you know, there's an economic There's an economic factor there.
2: You you think P D
4: Jakes if P D Jakes wasn't a pastor you think you you probably working at Home Depot or somewhere in one of those stores as a freaking, <laughs> you're probably working at a warehouse somewhere you know these are regular people but because of the church
1: P D mm-hmm. Jakes is this huge yeah because Half of the church of money, money every Sunday please tax yeah. free money they collect in the build fund every kind of fund you name they raise money. <laughs> They can get property for a dollar, get real estate for a dollar. Please. Yeah, when I
4: lived in Maryland, I lived in so many places, South Dakota, Oklahoma. I lived in so many places. But when I lived in Maryland for a year, usually it's for a year and then I'll I'll bounce, I'll go somewhere else. I I am a nomad. I mm-hmm. I don't stay in one place for too long. I it, if I feel the energy's not really if I feel the people around are kinda Funny, a little, anything that I feel that don't make, it just, it don't, it doesn't feel right. I Mm will start planning on leaving and I, I could be gone within 30 minutes. I could clear a whole apartment, one bedroom apartment. I could clear it, scrub bathroom, leave it exactly as I found it when I, you know, first moved in within 45 to an hour, 45 minutes to an hour. It's everything, my little suitcase or whatever is packed, everything thrown out in the trash. I'm gone. I go to my next place. I just go to Dollar, right? I just go to Dollar Tree. I go to my next. I just I get a few things like knives and what. I get a few things, and I start right back up. I so when I lived in, I I had an aunt over there that she would go to church every Sunday. So she you know wanted me to come to church with her. So we would go to church, and there was one time. This is a church, Ghanaian church. A lot of Ghanaians like people from Ghana that live in Maryland. That's the mm-hmm. church they attend.
1: Okay.
4: And Adelphi, is it Adelphi? There's a town called Adelphi or a city called Adelphi, Maryland. Okay. That's okay. where the church is at. And they mm. would go to church every time. And at one time, pastor was talking about God has been so good to him. Like, he's a Ghanaian pastor. He's a pastor from Ghana. He's talking about God has been so good to him. Right now, he lives in a seven bedroom house in in the U.S. He lives in a seven-bedroom house with his wife and his five children. But it's so good. I When I heard, I listened, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, we're just living in regular apartments.
2: Mm-hmm. And all
4: this
1: money that we're... It's money. The church is just all business, money. Yes. The church is definitely a business. Who in your... Like, not even...
4: Who... Which African American today can boast of like at three? Even I don't even know. If it, it's apartments. The most you're gonna get is you can get a home, but seven like a seven bedroom mansion, like a seven bedroom house. What mm-hmm. kind of job do you do to even as a black man, like as an African man too? It's crazy. These churches yeah. be oh my gosh, they're just enriching one person, just enriching the pastor or whatever.
2: Mm-hmm. That's all they're
1: doing, but they don't know, so, you know. There's a guy. His name is Ray Hagan, and um, he was the pastor. I know him. Okay, he and I, him. I met him. He came to Chicago to open up the African village here, and um, he gave a lecture at Jacob Carruthers uh, Northeastern University. And um, I attended a lecture, and then I showed them <laughs> – I took them to vegetarian spots because I'm vegan, and uh, they they did not. I took them to soul vegetarian. They didn't like, <laughs> and so I took them to a soul food restaurant uh, called Isola's, where they could get the food that they wanted. And uh, but anyway. Uh, Ray Hagen, having been a pastor for about 20, 30 years, you know, he goes to mm-hmm. Egypt, and, you know, he's doing a little studying, da mm-hmm. da 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 da, and he, he, uh, no longer becomes, he, he stops being a pastor, so to speak, or stops following the Christian doctrine. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, uh, I, I I thought it was interesting. I said, he's the person that needs to talk to the pastor. And he said he did. He, he talked to the pastor and said, hey, you know, why aren't you, why aren't you teaching the truth? And they basically told mm-hmm. him, man, if I teach the truth, I won't have any, I won't have, nobody would come to church on Sunday if I were to actually teach him the truth. Right. He said, cause he was living it up. He had high end vehicles and stuff, but he's like, but the other side to it, you know, I looked in his background, he's also a shriner. So he's he's a member of Freemasonry, and plus he's part of the Fraternal Order of Police. So, yes.
2: but, really? Um, Ray
1: Hagan? Ray Hagan. Ray Hagan, yeah. But you know somebody
4: somebody was saying that they suspect that he's low-key. And when I heard that, um, it really hurt me so much. Somebody said he's low-key. And, and not just one person, a couple of people have said it
1: too. That like he's Loki, but you can't I don't be
0: know
1: in this
2: what organization, is. huh? You don't know
0: what Loki is? is. Yeah, I don't know what you mean by that. But something happened some years ago when Trayvon Martin got killed, and mm-hmm. he made um, you know, he came before the you know the platform to tell people that it's something he said, and I don't remember you know, how it went, but I was left with the impression that that he was a think, you know, and and I couldn't believe it because, you know, I followed all of his videos and, and I was I still follow him.
3: You know, it's almost yeah. like it
0: never happened. How I look at like like whatever it was I had believed mm-hmm. back then, I don't even care. But it raised a flag with me, you know, somewhere back in that time I remember. Then he was gay.
4: That he's gay. People have said he's gay. Ray Higgins
1: is
2: gay.
4: Really? But really the way. The way yeah. that he. even like people have observed him, because he's he's gone to a lot of cities to start the African Village Church. Right. So you know, he's mm-hmm. met with people, and so it's just people. I mean, you can't be in these organizations. So like you talked about the, the police, something, something in the organization that he's a part of, and this other. These mm-hmm. are fraternities. And they He's right. mm-hmm. a part of that. Yeah. like mhm-, so how you can't be a part of that and still be straight because like for one hundred percent for sure they do it, there's degrees so there's a thirty three degree mason, there's a thirty two there's a thirty one there's a thirty degree from one all the way up, so when you first in, you get you first join Freemason, I'm just using Freemason as an example freemason mm-hmm. go to the largest. You you have to be initiated because they have to know they can you. So they will have they will say something like they will offer something, and if you can do it, if you can complete it, that, begins your initiation. At every level, you have to be initiated because that's more information. You have to know they can trust you with it. So that, right out the gate, when you first make up your mind to join, the first initiation that you get for Freemason, you can ask any Freemason. You can watch to. Confirm this you've been typing youtube first initiation freemason and you get all this information i'm, t- I'm talking about the very mm-hmm. first initiation for a, free, a freemason anyone that joins a freemason and decides to join it for real and be committed to it is you have to sleep in a coffin in a coffin you have to sleep in it for i think 24 hours but i think they have like they, you can still breathe because they have you know ventilation like holes in it mm-hmm. you know you can but you have to live in a coffin naked with another man
2: for what? 24
4: hours yeah for the whole day, so you have to just lay. is it 24 for a couple of hours i think overnight or some, something along with either overnight
1: or 24 that's, hours that's, that's european initiation, stuff, man. initiation.
4: That's, yes <laughs> soddeny, that's european. Uh-huh. what is that
1: what kind of heck there's other man other
4: man is naked you're naked in a coffin that's locked on the outside. It's locked in a room. Locked. Great. It's dark in there. You're laying there naked. As a man, you're naked next to another man that's also naked in a coffin. Yeah. So even if you're a straight, it, yeah, I'm just going to end it.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I know they do some weird mm-hmm. stuff. I know they do some weird stuff. A lot of men, um, a lot of
4: folks go in there and get HIV and they get, I mean, I'm, it's crazy. But that's how they, how a lot of these, a lot of folks end up, you know, becoming gay in the process because you cannot join these fraternity. There's certain, you have to perform in you have to be
1: initiated. Yeah.
4: Which that is, is that we were talking again,
1: copycatting right? and plagiarizing off of African societies. We have the initiatory system. Yes, we British go through initiation. Mm-hmm. Um So the, yes. again, they plagiarizing off of our societies again, but it's it's a mm-hmm. corrupted form of what they do.
2: So mm-hmm. they, they corrupt everything. Yeah, they, they, they corrupt, corrupt everything. everything.
1: It's like there's
2: no crazy.
4: way that you should. That's extreme. Come on, like I can see how. Uh, some you know, and it it goes it goes higher to the point where you have to drink blood. It goes to the point where you have to sacrifice one of your family members.
2: Mm-hmm. You, you
4: know, you have to sacrifice. Yeah. It goes uh, like you initiation. Yeah, different different levels, different things to complete. You don't just join these things just for fun. No, yeah, you have they have to know they can trust you. A lot right. of these musicians, a lot of these artists, they thinking it's just sign a record deal. There's a whole organization behind it, like even filmmakers. There's something called SAG, a yeah. Society of Artists, something group or something like that. Like you have to mm-hmm. become a part of, otherwise, Screen Actors Guild, yeah. right? Guild, mm-hmm. uh-huh. crazy. So yeah, I mean, people have been speculating that Ray Higgins is Loki, the Loki brother. Like,
1: I mean, he's okay. not married. Right now, I, he's single. There was somebody <laughs> that he was hooked up with, uh, or, 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 I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> I know he gave a lecture slash sermon about the, the, the theme was somebody has to be on the bottom. Why not you? <laughs> and I was like, oh, hell no. Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, what well, that was the same like okay, black people. We should accept being at the bottom, but I'm like, nah, 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 nah. nah. Mm-hmm.
4: It's so sad because the U.S. could be so yeah. much better. My gosh, like when you're yeah. if you try tra- if you travel, you go on a road trip. I mean, there's stretches of land just la- just stretches acres and acres of land like
1: bare land, beautiful.
4: Yeah, and you're talking mm-hmm. about pop- overpopulation. Overpopulation is only in the cities, in their cities. Yep.
1: If you go outside yeah.
4: the cities, there's no overpopulation nowhere. Everybody nope. in this world, everybody in this world right now, the seven point water billion can fit in the state of Texas right now. With each person having each person having two acres of land. One acre of land is like a football size field.
2: Sure.
4: Two acres of land for everybody in this world can fit in one state, the state of Texas. They already did the math on it.
1: I'm not making this up. You can you can Google it. Oh, I'm I'm fascinated. How we
2: how will be overpopulated?
1: How it, it's not. That's just it's uh, a lie saying that because they want to control. Um, they yeah, want to control you, you the birth stock of people because they're having um fertility problems. They're having reproductive issues. So that's um, right. Yeah, that's right. And then you as long see as the commercials a black man. Yeah. So. You know,
0: they've been putting out the old the Browning of America. <laughs> Why do they want to depopulate and then control people uh, from abortions? I mean, it's like it doesn't make sense to me. I don't understand. I don't get it. Because. Nebraska, no, uh, be, be... Right. The
4: abortion thing you brought up. The abortion thing you brought up
1: nebraska
4: is something about it the
1: mayor is speaking out against it well they claim it was for black women but the truth of the matter is a lot of white women were having abortions and the reason i know is because i had a discussion with my gynecologist years ago um and he said uh many many caucasian women get abortions particularly if they're career-minded and they can't or they don't want to have a child. Uh, it, it's like it's a no-brainer for them. If they have an unwanted pregnancy, they're going to terminate it. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Uh The reason why those statistics are not as open and as available is because most of them have private insurance. But if you're getting government assistance, uh, they're going to report those numbers, and it's kind of skewed. hmm So I know that some time ago I had a conversation with a Caucasian woman who just just started sharing her life story with me, and she just, mm-hmm. she disclosed to me that you know she had a number of relationships, um, she contracted STDs and so forth,
0: um, mm-hmm.
1: and it was just like a lot of TMI into the conversation.
2: And um
1: and I was like wow.
2: Um so um you know the a scientist
4: a doctor a scientist called Robert C. Gallo mm-hmm.
2: invented
4: the HIV virus. He invented the HIV virus. They put a bunch of viruses together to create that HIV virus. Robert yeah. C.
1: Gallo. That Robert the why are they creating, why he's he's got, playing around with pathogens and creating? What's the point? They combined a bunch
4: Population. I mean, these people have been on a uh, on a. I don't know who they're working. <laughs> definitely work. They're getting paid by somebody.
1: These scientists do well, just like, yeah. I mean, I say that I, I I know I, I do know. It. Barbados,
4: uh, Barbados, on all Barbados and some of, a lot of these islands. They're selling islands, whole islands to rich people. And guess what? They set up their labs over there. The laboratory, they set up their labs and, and they, they, you know, get flying if blood, people's blood samples and stuff gets flown in onto these islands. And they're, they're testing all, they're doing all kinds of experiments and all kinds of things on these islands. Private islands, though. So nobody can come to it. You know what I mean? It's a private property. So they can do whatever. They can look into DNA, do all kinds of stuff, create all kinds of stuff. There's so much stuff going on right, like, in, in this. It's incredible. But somebody... This conference has reached its maximum
1: duration and will end in one minute.
4: Oh, crap. Oh, my God. It's okay. We can call back, but we have to let it end, though. It has to end okay. on its
1: own. Okay, we got to let... In so one minute, and then to- we just call we just right back. Okay. Yeah. When it, cut, it cuts How off, I so thought it said right, right five hours. In. My phone says four hours.
4: It, it, oh. it has a five hour um, limit, it, and then it, it, we call right
0: back
1: mm-hmm. in. Okay, I must have called in later while everybody else was uh, already yeah, on. It's Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. What time is it over there? I, I have 102 a.m.
2: 202.
1: That's 8 hi. hey everybody's back hi sonia from chicago checking in hey sonia it was so it was you all along yeah
4: oh my god
1: why right. who's the other lady who's the other lady uh next,
0: next to this next to the 66 oh my <laughs> god i
4: was i was asking about you too i was asking about you earlier i didn't know you were the one speaking
2: no, Sonia. Really. Oh
1: wow. Okay. So okay. So let's continue. This is very interesting.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right now, everything's so, being
4: exposed. So we just got to sit back. We have to fall back. And
1: so it says that, that it's recording play. it. So who's listening to these conversations? <laughs> yeah, Only landings.
0: That they leave Right. He, <laughs> he says that he he um he says that he deletes them after, you know, they don't oh, stay Oh,
1: okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh oh crap, we don't have much privacy anyway, so exactly. I knew that when he started digitizing everything, I was like,
0: Oh crap. Right, because every conversation I have I wind up seeing certain ads that show you know, relationship to what I had just talked about. Yep. That's my note. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Sonya, you should come on Lance's um, show. You
4: should come on it. You have so much. I mean, every one of us should be open.
1: We can join join mm them. Yeah, we should because there are some things that I want to, because I learned from different people. And um I-, I tell you what what spurred my interest in learning African systems was I wanted to learn something. I wanted to how can I put it? I got tired of reading history and reading different things and then it would change because it wasn't truthful. Something some information would change and I'm like, ah. Oh. so the one thing mm-hmm. I know they can't change and can't tamper with is uh, things that are science related, things with nature. Um, I had to go back to the beginning, I had to go back to our answered. I had to go back to the information that I our ancestors had and not mm-hmm. Um, not with the information that the European has presented, because he's controlling he's controlling information mm-hmm. he controls publication, and we have been duped to think that in order to learn, we have to read a book
3: mm-hmm.
1: I mean you can't even i mean you should question even the things that are written in books because it's really coming from the perspective of the author and mm-hmm. um, when I was initiated into dodan cosmogony. Uh, to learn Dogon sciences and everything, um, the elder told us that each of us has a book to write. So once after my initiation, I he gave us the tools to read our own mind. Every answer is in you. The questions that you have, anything that you can see and have a question about, the answer is in you. You just have to learn how to use the tools to inquire your own mind and the answers will come to you. Each of us have to do that. Each of of us have a capability to do that. We must engage our self-thinking potentials. We must increase our awareness and knowledge of our own body, Mm -hmm. inside and out. Because everything that happens in us also corresponds to what's happening outside us, mm-hmm. and this is why ancestors a lot of the structures that they built really actually corresponded to the internal systems that operate within our body. Mm-hmm. They could see there's a parallel between um motions, actions, events that were taking place and what in space. That was similar to what's going inside our bodies. And actually when you look at, he used to make us look at films of brain neurons. And we he would ask us, you know, what color is this? And, and what does that color signify? And when you look at a picture of brain neurons, it looks like space. It looks like all these little stars. It was really, really it was uh it was really amazing. Uh, he would challenge us to learn the five basic senses and understand what was unique about each sensory organ. And he would put together uh information about the eye, about the nose, about the ear, about the mouth. But from eyes, we get sight. So we would learn the fractal geometry of sight, the fractal geometry of sound, the fractal geometry of smell. And each of our senses corresponded with a harmonic frequency. Each harmonic frequency corresponded to a color. And vice versa. So you started, so when we would learn numbers, we would see that the, the natural numbers from zero. Through four were original, and then the numbers would replicate, and you get it was sped out of five it was sped out of six it was sped out of seven, but they were replicas of one, two, three I'm sorry of zero, one, two three, four, and so forth leading up to the number nine I mean, we really went into these numbers and mathematics, and it was just truly fascinating, so I started doing um I started having reasoning sessions um, with a brother in the UK. He was Ebo, and we really, really, really cracked a lot of codes. Um, one of the tools we worked with was the eye of Haru. There's a left eye, and there's a right eye, and we had to. Figure out what was the missing fractal, and he and I, in doing our daily reasoning sessions, we figured out what the missing fractal was, and it was sound. So that's when we started getting looking at the linguistic components because sound is an overlay of numbers, and we started breaking down the sound code, sound fractals in evil. For example. Because the English language, the reason why the English language has intelligence is because Ebo language was infused into it. So, uh, in, I have the ability to take a word and I convert it into an Ebo sound factor to the, to to find out what the word is actually conveying through sound, what the meaning. Because every action is codified in a sound, a consonant letter, and a vowel, and consonants are frequencies and vowels are particles. So consonants are clicks. Our language is the click sound. So we started putting the pieces of the puzzle together And my goal was to put something together to help black people. I was going to call it a sound recovery system. So once we recover (laughs) from the English language, it will help us to learn other languages. That makes sense.
2: Yeah. Because each of us, how can I put this?
1: Our mother tongue is in each of us. It's encoded within ourselves. You just forgotten it. So you need a tool to help you extract it to help you remember your mother tongue because it's in you. It's in each and every one of us. And the proof of that is the way we pronounce certain letters. And There's a phenomenon that people make fun of when, you know, when a group of young women want to name their children these non-European names, they would come up with LaKeisha, Laquan, Shaquan, Jaquan, and stuff like that, and they're made fun of. But it's something within them. It's like we don't want to give our kids a European name. And so what they're reaching, they're reaching into uh, the sound root DNA that is already in them. And we make fun of it because look at the spelling. Oh, that that doesn't look right. Oh, that's a ghetto name. But it's their way of trying to, uh, how can I put it? It's their way of trying to find their center again. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: And they're doing it unconsciously. And if you look at those names and you break down the sound, the sound code or the sound fractal or the sound factor because each syllable is a sound code. The sound in that name it, are the exact same sounds that are in mother tongues. Particularly the KW or the qua kwa, kwa sound. Because the KW sound it causes synchronization. So, without us even knowing when we use the Q or the KW sound, our cells are trying to find that balance. It's trying to realign us. It's trying to, excuse me, cause synchronicity again. Trying to realign us through sound. Even though we may not be consciously aware of it. It's, It's real interesting. I have to put a PowerPoint together so i can, can visually see it, so then you'll start to start then you'll start to break other things down. you're like, oh, this is the real origin, yeah,
4: yeah you know how you talked about all the uh, all the everything where every question we have the answers within us yes so there's an easy there's an easy way to do that for 30 days right if you want to know who you are like who am i you have all these questions right one question mm-hmm. at a time you just take a piece, piece of paper you write it down you write the question down who am i mm-hmm. you put it on, under your pillow and you go to sleep every day before mm-hmm. you go to sleep you take the paper out you look at it you look at the question you know you you Ask the question in your mind, you know, with your mind. You just look at it and read the question. You put it back under the pillow. You go to sleep. Use this for 30 days. The answer will be revealed to you. The the universe has to answer to you because it's a yeah. law, the universal law, law of repetition, law of yeah. so many it's seven universal laws, or there could be more. But it has to respond. The universe has to respond to you because yeah. you've repeated it so many times. Your subconscious mind has to. It has no mm-hmm. choice.
2: So yes, any question you have,
4: can. the answer is within you. It's already within mm-hmm. you, and it has to,
1: as within, so without. So if, if yes. it's within you, then it has to be revealed to you. Yes. Yeah. yeah, absolutely right. I we cannot me. go to anybody. Uh
2: huh. Oh, go go on.
1: No, you you're absolutely correct. I I agree with you. Um,
0: myself. I know when and... I was a girl. I I'm sorry.
1: Oh, go ahead. Okay, let okay, me get it
0: out. Get my thoughts out. Listening to you, and when you were talking about how it is, like you know, who we are is inside. The answers inside of us all the time, but mm-hmm. it made me go like, back to a time when I was a child, and and all of the heroes were were Caucasian people, and I remember one of my favorite shows was the Marvel character um, Isis. And mm. I remember, it always resonated with me that that I was her, and I never had any idea that that character literally was, you know, a black person. I mean, she was in the right, Isis she from her, she yes, a late mature adult, but mm-hmm. something always was in me; it always had resonated like that was me. You know, she just happened to have the. the the star image of her and so it's just like a lot of symbols of of things in the world I had always like something was about everything you know the star of David um you know I questioned everything as a child and I wasn't in, in the place where people were like conscious and and anything like that and so I always knew that like something I was supposed to know like like I was um A special child of God, but everything I was reading was saying I was a poor wretch, and it just didn't resonate with me. I didn't understand you know like mm-hmm. how do you get close to God you know right and so a lot of things just like it always made me feel like i like there was no hope for you as a black person, you know there's no 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 black angels in the in the bible i I looked for hope for something to show me to be a special being. Mhm. So oh, the, yeah. the the it's... artifacts in, in Africa um um reflect that, but nothing here in America other than pictures. Like you know when mm-hmm. they say well we people are indigenous to America, and I look at a lot of the pictures mm-hmm. and something is missing. Something something just doesn't resonate with me. Like that's not my my. I know I feel like like aspects of me it's around the globe, or you could say around the realm of Earth, because, they say we're not a globe, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And, and I, when I left for America for the first time being in the military, that's when I felt like I was a citizen of the world. And so yeah. you know, just being out of the vibration of America was where I had that expanded kind of feeling. But
2: mm-hmm. the thing is
0: is that, As I become, you know, aware about the history, the ancient history of America and there's debate about America being the oldest continent and so forth, whatever, something in me always felt like Africa is the mother continent, regardless to things that people say. And I'm very open-minded. I've listened to so much information everywhere, Mm -hmm. but I'm not sold on these things that they're saying. I don't want to deny the truth of anything, whatever it is, you know, mm-hmm. because I literally want to know but where are the artifacts of our ancient people that look like me? You know, but that's a value. You know. They've
1: been <laughs> And that that's interesting that that you said that because in the US I see I see Africa everywhere I go. I see remnants of Africa. We got pyramids in in, in, in downstate Illinois. It's mm-hmm. pyramids all over this country. Egypt, Mississippi. And, pardon? Egypt and in Mississippi also. Oh yeah, you can it, see it, in the name. You can it, Memphis. Um, um yes, yeah, definitely in the naming of, of places.
0: Uh I had something. Oh my goodness.
1: Um
0: I saw the original maps of, of the United States, the names that they 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 were were um indigenous names yeah uh, pretty much and so and, and i know that africa wasn't called africa it was ethiopia from original mm-hmm. yeah or oh, so, or something
1: like that or yeah 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 mm-hmm. um yeah. there are there are ethnic groups or tribal nations i don't even like using the word tribe i prefer to use mm-hmm. the people so as an example the dogon people um, they are the people, they are the timekeepers and they are the people who keep history. They maintain the history or uh, 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 records of the planet. So they know the beginning and then and, and also the end, so to speak. So we witnessed everyone's birth, but no one can tell us when we were here. We are the oldest of all the groups of people on this planet. So I have, I, I take issue with the word indigenous um, because this designation has been applied to people who are not original, who are not first. Right. If we are the oldest people on the planet, that means that no land is foreign to us. I agree. So I question um, the people who are given the status of Indigenous. I, I I question that designation because they're Asian. So how is an Asian Indigenous to this land? Mm-hmm. Because, because he, according to our records, our historical records, the planet's history, it was only one landmass. And the people who populated that land there were black people, Mm -hmm. diverse groups of black people. There were simultaneous DNA occurrences on the planet. Mm -hmm. When that land began to separate, the land that remained intact was the mother continent that's known today as as Africa. But all the other continents in Ireland were ripped apart. Because of tectonic plate shifts underground and that, 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 that sort of thing, so when we began to travel, we ran into people that looked like us.
0: Mm-hmm. Our cousin.
1: Yes, because we were one. We were all. We were all on a. A land that was once adjoined together. So
0: <laughs> some of um, us were nomads, and they're still here. <laughs> yes, yes, right. Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. So I, I, I do take issue with the so-called Native American, um, because this land was not always called America.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. So who are the natives? The real native is the African. Mm-hmm. And I know people say, we're not African, we need any, but we're the original people.
3: My we God. are
1: autochthons. So we were here first. And when the Asian or the Mongoloid came over here, there was a little clash with them. Um, but eventually there was some meeting, and that was what produced the Red Indian.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: The Red Indian had the combination. We produced the Red Nation, the Brown Nation. The Yellow Nation, and then lastly, the White Nation.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: They were the Johnny Con Lately, the very last mutation.
0: And then I wanted I to 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 say, they wanted to deny that that slavery happened and, and like everything was a was a trick by the white man, you know, to to deceive us and and I know like there's truth in all of that. But but it's, it's it's like they're taking the narrative and running with it, taking it to the extreme somewhere else. And so I just like I don't trust so many things that people are saying. Yeah. Is there a narrative
1: that slavery didn't slavery didn't happen or Is there a narrative that states that they didn't bring slaves over here? That there were people already here that they enslaved?
0: I'm hearing both. I'm
1: Uh hearing both. I'm
0: hearing that that that, That didn't happen, that there was no slavery, or they saying, "Well, we're prisoners of war." Well, I mean, people Uh, again, it's the play on words. It's the play on words.
1: The play on words. The the the, the, and this was written by Caucasians themselves, but the first slaves in the United States were white folks. Um, they were in bondage and because the US was a was a prison colony. So Europe got rid of the score. You're a prostitute, you're a criminal, or whatever. They would um they shipped them off to the US and to the Caribbean islands where they worked. And that was like the the Irish and the Scots. Uh-huh. They were yeah. considered, you know, the British the British the Anglo Saxons looked down on the on the on the Scottish people, the Welsh, and the Irish. They looked down on them. Mhm. Matter of fact, they called them the niggers of Europe. Mhm. Exactly. So why did they call them the niggers of Europe? What was it about them that they were called the niggers of Europe? But that was interesting. Some descriptions of them back in the old days said that they were swarthy they had coily mm-hmm. hair mm-hmm. okay i know an irish chick that has to She uses the same products that black women use she straightens her hair she uses a relaxer mm-hmm. does that's a whole other story <laughs> but um yeah so there's a lot of there's been a lot of misinformation, including the size of Africa in comparison to um, the other continent. They're saying Africa
0: is the second largest.
1: No, Africa is the largest continent on the planet. Mm-hmm. It is very huge. It is the, coloss- it's the colossal size centerpiece, and uh, NASA accidentally leaked a photo of the planet. And it showed how colossal the size of the continent was in comparison to Asia and the United States.
0: Because
4: and the you turn yes. so, America sideways, you can fit it into Africa. All the countries, Russia, several several of them. Africa,
1: yeah,
2: yeah,
4: yeah. You can sit them into Africa. Africa is huge. Yeah.
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. So in order for them to perpetuate their superiority and their supremacy or their dominance on the planet, they 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 had to change our thinking of how we saw ourselves because they knew they couldn't do that, uh, with that B S that they came to us. So, I mean that they they had to come through religion. That was the first thing to break us down, break down our defenses. They had to bring that religion in and, and teach us about their God and, you know, this whole, whole story and all this kinda of stuff. We had to see them as being something of importance. Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And everything that was dark or black, they had to villainize it and they had to demonize it. And, and they had to have elevate everything that was white and light. But the truth of the matter is, let there be light equals let there be fraud. The truth of the matter is, everything mm-hmm. that was bad was actually white. Death. And our organic paradigm is represented by white. We wore white. When it was death, we wore white. Mm-hmm. Black is life. That's where in darkness is where you're cultivated. You're cultivated in a black, dark, watery womb of your mother. Mm-hmm. The universe wow. is a dark, black wound. Internally, eternally pregnant, birthing stars. You plant seeds in the the, the black soil of the planet in order for it to reproduce uh, produce and trees and plants and stuff that we consume. So we were very cognitive about colors. And we understood what colors meant because we had to observe colors because colors told us what was happening it indicated what was going on so we had a good sense of understanding the color spectrum and the
0: color of things we had a good grasp of it why don't police officers wear white uniforms i mean they, they, they were they were black they, they're always were all black typically yeah and so do the judges
1: Right, the doctors wear white.
2: <laughs>
0: hmm. like, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Death. <laughs> <Isn't> that's not something. <laughs> and then the that they the food, hospital they hospital
1: take the nutrients out. It kills you. White flour, white sugar. I mean, it, white rice. They've stripped white it. Rice. <laughs> yeah, it's been stripped of nutrients. And then it is no longer, it's not, it's not good. It's not nutritious for the body because it's stripped out. All the things that made it good.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And so what they implanted in us, we, we have this, um, insecurity regarding dark and black. We don't want to be associated with it, not understanding that. If you have an issue with dark and you have an issue with black and you see this evil, then that means you don't like your own mind and you're not going to like yourself. You don't need to see yourself in nature. You don't see yourself in this authentic form because, you know, you've somebody else to come in and tell you who you are and distort your mental self-image.
2: I
0: I sense that that the dark is more of the feminine principle. It is the feminine principle. It is. And and the the feminine principle was um, was demonized. And mm-hmm. and when it when it came to the sacred books, it's, as far as the the triangle, I mean, what you call it, the um, the holy. The Holy Trinity, Mm -hmm. the the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Um, The Holy Spirit evidently uh, represents the the feminine, but it's not acknowledged as such in, you know, in church or, you know, by um, by, um, teachers or preachers or whatever. So it's almost like, like the truth is being hidden in order for the, the light to reign And so long as the feminine is subdued, then then the light gets to rain and have and have its way. Right. And everybody, because light, everybody is promoting light being. Yeah. You know, like that's the way patriarchal. Be. Light is
1: masculine.
0: Yeah.
1: Light is masculine. Dark is feminine. So when we talk about black power, it's the female code. And the female is eternal. The common denominator between XX and XY is what? X. When you talk about spiritual, when you talk about spirit, you're talking about feminine. Feminine energy. You're talking about magnetism. Magnetism is negative. Electrical is positive. It's masculine. And, yeah, yeah, electrical is, the, is is masculine, it's light, and it's positive. So we've always identified the duality of feminine and, mas- and masculine p- potentials. Mm-hmm. So when the European came along, the European, by nature, is electrical. His thinking is electrical.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. He's physical. The way he thinks is from a material perspective. We think from a spiritual. We are a feminine race, race. and they are a masculine race. Hmm?
4: Yeah, like you're saying,
1: yeah. Yeah, so non-heterosexuality the the, uh, non-heterosexuality can only fester in the patriarchal in a a patriarchal system or in the age of patriarchy. Masculine. And that's why your Bible, for example, it denotes you know all these male figures—the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. You're right. That—that's—that's uh, that, interesting. I didn't think of that. But you're right. The—the—the the, the spirit aspect would be the feminine. Mm-hmm. But in us, in our paradigm, we say the mother, the father, and the child, because that—that's the cycle. That's a continuous cycle. Of creating generations, but they turned it into something distorted and, and didn't
2: make
0: sense. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, I I kind of um, wanted to ask a question that has nothing much to do with what we're saying, but I had okay. a conversation with <laughs> someone and. She insists that Michelle Obama is a man and um, um, Venus and Serena are men and um, what's her name? Um, Diana Ross is a man. And I feel like like a lot of people are so, it's like there's so much propaganda about- It is propaganda. You know, I'm in Chicago.
1: What?
0: Michelle Obama,
1: her family is well known here in Chicago. Mm -hmm. and michelle went to the same high school i attended even though she graduated before me Um, Mm -hmm. um, but we've had the same teachers and um, she and i shared the same music teacher and this teacher had a dvd um, collection of all the concerts that were performed throughout the years and it showed michelle obama singing in the choir there has Mm -hmm. never been a question about michelle's Um, biological sex I mean we know her to be female I mean she was when she went to when she was in high school she was very quiet she was a very studious person Um, Mm -hmm. there were no reports about any behavioral issues with her Um, her family lived on the south side they were just a nice quaint working class you know family Mm -hmm. so though the the rumor about her being um, male um, didn't started until her husband was on the campaign for president. Mm-hmm. So they mm-hmm. were looking at ways to try to denigrate her and yet denigrate him because, truth be told, the only reason I voted for um, Barack
2: is because
1: uh, of her. It's because of Michelle, and she's a fellow that's alumni, me. you know. Mm-hmm. And even when Barack appeared and he ran for a congressional seat, his butt, back, his butt got, he, he got beat by a former Black Panther, and that's Bobby Rush. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember they were making, uh, they were like, we don't know who Barack Obama. Who is that? What kind of name is that? You know, that was kind of mm-hmm. funny back in the day. You know, people mm-hmm. made fun of his name, you know. But shoot, you know, the, he got the backing of the University of Chicago, and they propelled him. Hmm. You know, yeah, Bobby Bush thanked him, uh, but he did run for a different seat and became a senator. hmm and yeah. once he dictated that and ran for president, that seat became empty. And then Jesse Jackson vied for that and a whole bunch of other stuff was from that. But, yeah, Michelle Obama is a woman.
0: has yeah, never been a question. Well, I, I know that, that she's a woman. But, I, but this person just, like, for some reason, like, they just, you know, they 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 think that they can make me feel like I'm incompetent and and, and black people I, and this is a person who, who's married to to um, a Caucasian, so she, you know, uh, I don't. She, think, she, she, I don't I've
1: so I I seen Serena, she, we've seen them when they were
0: little kids, we've seen them when they were little girls, right? I say, I say one thing about me mm-hmm. when I come in the in the in the presence of a female, I have a certain connection. We don't, we've mm-hmm. never, we, we don't have to be in each other's presence. But mm-hmm. we have a we have a, intu- a certain intuition. We detect certain things. Yes, natural. all women yes. Have, we have an intuition. And when there's somebody who's not, if they if they have like something's gonna give you a feeling like they're not really a natural woman, and, and right. I, I'm I suspect something. I see certain mm-hmm. men that I suspect that they it could have been a female on hormones. You know, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. certain, men, or certain um, people, persons who look like a female, I suspect I can tell that they're not necessarily a female. There are certain women that probably have, you know, masculine traits, but I know that they're women still.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't care if she's the hardest butcher or anything. I can still tell she's a woman. Like I a mean, natural person mm-hmm. versus someone who had, like they've gone through, you know, some kind of, um, you know, that the, the medical change, like mm-hmm. That. Mm-hmm. that. That so mm-hmm. that's what I'm, my point is. Is that I feel like you 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 must be very disconnected when you really can't connect with sisters. Like we're supposed to know each other, and and I'm not sure yeah. I know every man, a, a Caucasian person, sometimes, you know, because we don't have the same type of connection as a person who's, you know, ethnic, you know, even, yeah. even people from, you know, certain other countries is there Colombia or whatever. I can feel a sense of connection with, with any woman in general, typically, but most mm-hmm. it's predominantly people who look like us. So yeah. we just don't see how you can just, just say, I say, well, what, what evidence can you prove? You you can give your opinion about her, but I feel like it's coming from someplace where she's at odds with with black people, you know, she was at odds with, with black men, you know, uh, for a while. And I really caught myself being open-minded, you know, dealing with her because of her points of view. And, mm-hmm. and I don't agree with them, but... We, you know, having known her for the years that I have, it's like we, we still have a sense of support, you know, at certain times in life. And so,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, I, I've adopted to try to understand how she relates with people the way she does. But I'm not, I never come so close with people who, you know, like to invite them in my personal space like that. You know, mm-hmm. I've never had any type of relationship with anybody other than a black man so if it you know it's like I'm, I can have all kind of issues with my man but I don't think that going you know across the fence over there is going to make the situation better for me you know but if it's I'm all not. <laughs> that you might not you might be denying this you know I, I really didn't know how love can be packaged for another person so I didn't judge her for that but mm-hmm. I I don't feel the type of connection like how we have a conversation here
2: Mm -hmm. you know
0: we can't be open-minded and speak from a, a black point of view with a person who thinks that that black people are the ones who are prejudiced and she you know she's very knowledgeable about how you know uh white people were slaves first and and it looks like because she's been compromised now it seems like like because um what do you call them the the Moors. The Moors were mm-hmm. the ones who, you know, were enslaving people and sabotage black people and, and so many things, that, you know, mm-hmm. we, you know, And so it it's almost as if that's the whole uh perspective now about things. So so white people are the innocent ones now. And and I'm trying to like interpret like where she's going with her knowledge. You know where, like how how are we going to um, where are we going where we can't come together if we can't um, how do I want to say I mean if if we're just estranged from each other as as a people you know because we I can't talk to her about African um, conversations because everything is a lie about what they said about Africa because black people were taken to Africa instead of the other way around. People were taken away from Africa. I'm hearing that story all the time. So when when someone comes to me with a different perspective, I don't get into arguments about that. Right, anymore. you shouldn't have to. I'm, I'm, I'm not mm-hmm. that kind of scholar, but I yeah. tune into knowledge. And some things resonate with me and some things don't. And mm-hmm. so I just feel like, you know, I I listen and I observe it, but as time goes on, I come to recognize like I'm I just like that doesn't make sense to me. It hasn't it it hasn't overseeded what my intuition has always told me already.
1: Right, not know? that you have to listen. You have to listen to your int you have to listen to your own inner voice, your own intuition, because it knows. Right, the spiritual you there's a dual. that you have a soul and you have a spirit. Your spirit knows everything.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Your soul it get compromised because uh, when we express emotion, we express it from our soul. That's electrical.
2: Mm-hmm. Our
1: spirit does not process emotion. It is it, it, like okay, it, it, your spirit is very logical, very rational.
3: That's
1: mm-hmm. so why you have to be careful about what you feed your mind because your because your mind would say okay if you if if you, if someone is constantly telling you that you're not going to be anything, and you could think that, oh, I'm just blowing it up, I don't care what they say, but then you, your subconscious or, you know, you kind of internalize some of that, and you actually start to think it, then you will attract situations in which, yeah, you're you're not nothing. You, mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? You you will... Mm-hmm. um
0: People
1: yes, I do. To
0: yes. Religion did that. That's why I say yeah. you know, yeah. it took for me to lose everything and 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 break that cold because I I knew that I had a veil over my eyes and I wanted to know the truth of things. You know, because I went through different churches and things that I was witnessing at the time. I just knew like this This was a, 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 it was insanity when I started reading scriptures and and seeing and recognizing what I was reading. You know, Mm -hmm. people talk about the Bible, like they say they read it several times, but it seems like they really couldn't have really read it, you know, because you you didn't raise a question in your mind about the things that you were reading. And and it only took for me to have to put it down and leave it alone and raise my consciousness where I could interpret it as a code as opposed to like some literal story. And, and and so the way you talked about like how ancient people was giving us the story that was astrotheological, you know, telling us how the the stars related to us, that made better sense to me to to you know, then I can look at it from that perspective. And and certain other things like, you know, the last church that I was a member of was called Universal Truth Center. It's in Carroll City, Miami. And okay. that church, they didn't teach uh, traditional Christianity. Um, if you ever heard of Unity Churches, um, I think it's Charles Fillmore and these other people, they, they taught metaphysiology. And that okay. was Metaphysi- where, where, where you learned universal laws. That's basically how it's broken down, into. Okay. everything you you are. And, and it mm-hmm. made me to not be a person believing that things were just happening to me because of you know, forces outside of myself.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It, it said that the way that I was interpreting things and and how I responded to it was causing me to attract, you know, si- situations to myself. And and it took me some years really to recognize that. And I was offended by it at first, kind of, because you know everything that I was going through, I I just really like I was at my wit's end, but. It's mm-hmm. like they turned it on me. It's like they, you know, the way they taught everything. Whatever it's you're going through, you know, it's something that you're helping. You're playing a role in helping to create, and and yeah. that was the part right there that, that made me take responsibility for myself. And yeah. I was no longer having that victim mentality. Yeah. So so it's how it is that you, you know, you have to develop your perception. Where you can observe things and you can draw from it, whatever it is that's being said, and, and I can receive the, the message where it's wisdom for me. It, it's something yes. that's liberating for me.
1: Yeah. I think that that's part of the Black American experience in this country is the church. Mm-hmm. And, um, I got reprimanded. I mean, for me, um, ah, <sighs> I, <laughs> It changed the dynamics in my family. It changed my family dynamics because um, I was raised in Church of God in Christ, and I was a young scholar. I could quote all these. I could quote the sixty six chapters of the Bible in order. I could quickly regurgitate different scriptures, and I was really good. Boom, boom, boom. But one Sunday in Sunday school, we were going over a lesson, and uh, I questioned. Um, I questioned something that it came up in the lesson that didn't make sense to me. It was a contradiction. And the Sunday school teacher couldn't answer the question, so she reported to the pastor. Now, my father at the time was a, I think he was a deacon. He hadn't, uh, been ordained as a minister, but I think at that time he was a deacon. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and so once they started devotional service, it kind of stopped it because I was like, yeah, you know, this young lady here had a question. And he just reprimanded me in front of everybody and said that I was never supposed to question God, that the word of the Lord is truth. And, um, I leaned out into my own understanding and all that other kind of stuff. And I was, I was angry. And I noticed that my parents' uh, attitude toward me changed like, I embarrassed them or something, you know, and um, it just was not a good situation uh, in the household, because it became a situation of me versus them, you know, they're saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, and I was a heathen, you know, and I'm just really learning and trying to understand it, Um, and this was about 11 or 12 years old, but yeah, I, on my own, I rejected it, I just, like, kicked that stuff to the curb, I'm like, I'm not supposed to question anything, you know, like, come on now. And, um, that really was led my, that led me on my, um, my own journey of discovery with myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um uh, my, uh, my parents at the time, they, they, they separated and both my parents were married. So they both had custodial, uh, they both had joint custody of me, I should say. I was the only child at the time. So when I when it was time for me to go have visitations with my mom or whatever, uh, my mother would take me to uh she had me involved in different um cultural activities and she wrote me in a Shule Watoto. Oh what was this? Yeah, Shule Watoto. Um Swahili for Children's School. And I participated in different and I had taken this martial arts class. And the instructor of the martial arts class was an African, uh, a native African, the West African guy. He he taught a group of us children that uh, the African originated martial arts, that it didn't originate in China or Japan, that this was an African art form and that it was also used. as a form of warfare and then it just really and then just all that stuff just piqued my curiosity they have a lot of other cultural things and i just it just piqued my curiosity so my mother and her husband um traveled to different places and they would bring back stuff and they were telling me that you know black people they would go to the caribbean just go to different places and say black people are everywhere and they had me reading all these books and everything was very interesting. Um, Cancel Williams, Destruction of Black Civilization. I was just exposed to a number of things. And, hmm. um And so that just like, that was just really, that's what, uh, that influenced me to be on my journey to just, to to self discovery. And um I had to relate everything to my culture, to who I was, and I began to reject oh, not only did I reject the Bible, not only did I reject Christ uh Christianity as a religion, but I was rejecting stuff that I was being taught in school. So mm-hmm. I I I I brought unnecessary attention to myself. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
1: Because I was questioning everything. I just like, oh, gosh. Because, you know, this whole thing that didn't make sense to me, that Christopher Columbus discovered America. And I'm like, where are people living here? I mean, how do you discover something when people are living here? Just, just little things like that. And, and so I was, today we I was so inquisitive, this. and it just kind of rubbed people the wrong way. And even the college professor told me that the things, my questions are dangerous. Mm-hmm. That certain mm-hmm. things you shouldn't ask. It's dangerous,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and um, I mean, he doesn't know. When you tell me that, you just going to, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to research and I'm going to dig more and more and more, mm-hmm. till, right. I, till, till I, till I, till I find out what to what. And that's the way I'm You're always the truth. Saying. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, right. I have to get to the truth, and, and that's what we are as a people. This whole mm-hmm. melanin that we carry in our bodies and this melatonin that we produce, this is what synchronizes us with nature. Nature operates our truth, and we have to be truthful. Mm-hmm. We have to think. We have to act. We have to behave in a truthful capacity. It's us to be truthful, and that's why we have no problem expressing ourselves and being blunt and being frank. We're not going to beat around the bush. We're going to tell you straight because that's right. our nature. Is to be truthful. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And when we're in situations where we cannot express truth, then it causes problems internally for us. Mm-hmm. Be able right. to express yourself and be honest. I had to tell my dad, I said, you ruined me. You raised me to be honest. I could be a millionaire right now if I wasn't honest. <laughs> mm-hmm. He <laughs> just look at me like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> that's the way the world is. <laughs> yeah, because the 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 philosophy is this is a doggy dog. This is the Bible. of this, this this is this is me. Yeah. I said that's animalistic. That that's not our that's not how we think. That's a scarcity when you're in an environment where you got to fight to eat. You got to fight to survive. We didn't operate like that. We came from the best part of the planet. Tropics, warm, beautiful water, fruit that you could pick off the tree and eat. Don't have to cook. You can, you know, we came from the best part of the planet. We didn't have to fight to survive. We had abundance around us. But they grew up in a different terrain. They grew up in a harsh environment isolated, isolated from civilization and underground. And whenever the food started, they ate each other.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So when they come out of that, we're Johnny on the spot. It's like, oh, we're going to help you. We're going to help restore balance. Mm-hmm. Because we know that you've been away from civilization for a long period of time. So we got to rehabilitate you, bring you back into the fold of humanity. So we're going to teach you some things. And we taught them for 700 to 800 years. And this is how they repay us? They took everything we taught them and used it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Right. And then position themselves. They they assimilated our identity, yeah. took our knowledge and said it was them, and, and erased the us. Thing.
2: Right.
0: It's crazy, but I don't I don't um I don't subscribe to it. But yeah. Once, I, once the the cat is out the bag now, so yeah, cat they, is out the mm-hmm. bag. So I don't want to pay attention to them. They they don't they're not the truth. Yeah. I, I would I'm born to the truth.
3: You know, yeah. it's
0: because it, it resonates with me, it's 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 empowering, it, it frees me and, and anything that goes against that, I let that fall. That's just my yeah. interpretation of, of my power. <laughs> yes, yes. And
1: you know, I, I you know, you kinda of feel sorry for them, um, because they realize that they are missing something. They know that they have a problem with instability and they don't know they they can't help it because they are mm-hmm. missing essential genetic coding that makes them whole they're missing um essential genetic coding that allows them to synchronize with nature to tap into certain forces they 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 cannot reach the spiritual level that we are able to there's a limitation that they have. And what they're looking from us is to give them some guidance. Mm-hmm. Because if they hear a person, particularly a black person, that's expressing some wisdom, they're going to give that attention because they appreciate intelligence.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Now that they do. They're looking to learn. They know they have problems. They know they have a problem and a myriad of problems. And you'll see a few of them now because they know that the chickens are coming home to roost and they're like, okay, we need to change course here. Because so much has happened that I had nothing to do with, it, but my ancestors did those things and the reality is we are gonna be paying the piper for stuff that something happened years ago. So now they're trying to make the changes. You're right. You're right about. let to get you know, it they right. Know something wrong with them.
2: They know yeah. there's something wrong with
1: them. And something is
4: broken, like fundamentally broken. Within. they know yes. it. It's they know It's one of the that. biggest secrets, but they won't tell you. It's you know everything has to be secret. Like they're not going to come and tell you because they've put themselves in the pedestal for years and they've maintained that a certain superiority or whatever. So mm-hmm. admitting to anything, they we can't, we can't have it. They will crush the I mean, they've made themselves appear beautiful. They've put their women on on the TV, all of our men, all of the these black men. Unfortunately, a lot of them fell for it. They're all these black athletes. And yeah. then white women as wives. Tiger Woods. Uh, I mean, you know, even it, OJ, all these men, you know, and it's all over TV and everything. Common. Look at this rapper called Common. There's no way. Common is with a white chick. Jamie Foxx ended up, uh, dating or,
2: uh, what's her name? Katie Holmes? White chick. Yeah, Jamie um, Foxx? Yeah, you're going. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. So they, they've, they've put themselves on the pedestal. They've made them their, their women appear and, beautiful, more beautiful than the original women, than any other race of group of women. So they've made themselves yeah. beautiful. They've put themselves on this high. So, they, although, even though the whole time they knew there's something wrong with them, they knew mm-hmm. they were not connected. They've always been, but you know they can't admit it. So they have to g- glamorize. They have to make themselves appear something so that it can cover up the fact so we can never figure out, you know? They know there's something yeah. wrong, they appreciate knowledge and everything, but they're never gonna come out and say it. They're never gonna come out and, and tell you, no. They're still gonna keep that secret and that's what's been eating them up this whole time. It's literally been eating them alive. Mm. Te- yeah. this, this secret, yeah, there's something wrong with them. And they know Yeah, it. they know it. when they're walking up and they see a black person and they, some of them just sit and just stare at you, stare and stare and stare others who yep. just watch it's it's um they they can when they see they can tell them man i am i am not there's something about this this black man or this this i'm i'm not like that i'm not like this person
0: you know we're all supposed to be human beings but what they
4: there's something better about them that it's there's something in them that i don't have you know and some white women have come on tiktok they've talked about this they've actually admitted that white women know that there's something great in black women. They know it. Yeah. She's literally I mean she's not the only one. I can find a video and I can I don't know where it's posted. It for yeah. all of us. I've people. seen it.
1: I I have mean, seen it yeah. uh, posted mm-hmm. on, um, on Instagram. They're great oh, yeah. They they have when that we and... carry
4: ourselves
1: mm-hmm, They can see it, they they
4: know where they represent but they're not going to, they're not going to, like, you're not going to you know that you're great. They're not going to, you're going to keep that secret. It's It's just yeah. with them, it's just all secrecy,
1: secrecy, it, and it's, it's killing them. It, yeah, it boils down to genetics. That's really the key issue. Yes. All this bias, it's all and racism is really rooted in genetic insecurity. It's rooted in their genetic insecurity. And there's no way they're genetic recessive. insecurity onto us. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's, there's and no way somebody this is a problem that I have superior. because there's. Pardon me. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was saying, there's no way a recessive a recessive species
4: can be superior in, a species. There's no superior exactly. in a species. There's no way you're
1: superior. Exactly. When you're but it goes. It's, a, it's much. A, yeah, their blood types. And their whole genetic origin has given me pause. Um, And part of that is because I read my mother's medical books, and it had pictures. And I was looking at all these different diseases and stuff, and they would have, uh, you know, they would give an example and show you a picture of the disease and stuff. And I noticed a man, all these case studies seem to be Caucasian people. So... I concluded that wow, they have a lot of diseases. They have a lot of disorders in the blood, with their cells, with this, that, and the other. Oh, yeah. Bad um, blood. And they Bad have so many blood. syndromes and things that you, you can't pronounce. Mm-hmm. But the icing on the cake was in 1984. And there's a news report about a baby receiving a bamboo a bamboo
0: heart. Mm.
1: That's what did it. I have been, been doing it for a long That's time. A why would they put a a a, a, a babel card in a little girl? Why could you know? I was I was puzzled about that. And then as I went along, went along later, mm-hmm. they they have primate ancestry. They have mm-hmm. primate blood types.
2: Yeah, mixed with so when they talk about humans, me.
1: they keep running through him. Oh, we're all human. Oh, I'm only human. I'm starting to get offended about mm-hmm. that. So I'm like, no, 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 no. no. We're a human is Go a on. primate, an animal upgrade. That's them. They know who they are. We are we're not, not human. When they say we're not human, they're right. We're not. We we were here before them. We are auto child. Original. It's a lot of lies. we have to unpack. Mm-hmm. We are the we original inhabitants, life. the original conscious life forms on the planet. We are the predecessors of the human animal. Upgrade. Because the word human is an etymological derivative of Hanuman. Hanuman is a monkey deity in Asia. The Chinese mm-hmm. know him and the Indian people know him, the Hindi people. Hanuman. That's where the word human came from. And they in the Oxford dictionary, the original definition of a human, actually, even till today day it says the primate species. Mm-hmm. That excludes black folk. We're not primates. Our blood type is O. Original, yeah.
2: yeah. We're, we're not saying.
1: We're not saying. Yeah. The B, a, the, a we, lot of, we don't uh, share fine. blood type A with chimpanzees. Blood type B is shared with the chimpanzee. Blood type B is shared with the gorilla.
2: Yeah, And a, those B, blood types are B, high B. frequency
1: in Asia.
2: We're not the same. That's the biggest
4: lie.
1: Oh, we're all one people. We're all the same. we're no, all human beings. They have tails. No, the they have tails. Even today, they they're still dogs. born with tails. Yes, they have to cut it out. They, they have, have body surgical. fur, all oh, that comes from head to toe. They call it. They call it. Oh, he has hirsutism. Oh, he has. Uh, what's this other one? This other name for it? Uh, the werewolf syndrome, where they're completely covered from head to toe. They look like a canine. Tail and
4: yeah, they don't have enough melanin to upgrade.
1: Yeah, and there's the a group of people they covered walking. Oh my God! But the body is covered with fur, and they've made it. They
2: spl- they're strange spl- creatures. See, they, they show
4: it in this movie, uh, not a movie, sorry. Show. Oh my gosh, you. So these people walking around here, some of them are spliced with pig DNA. Some of them are spliced with rat DNA. That There's splices walking around here.
2: True.
1: Yeah. These are the real mutants here. And we mate with them. So. We them. And our offspring <laughs> has diseases that we never had. hmm so, so I was so, talking so, to so, a little but, black girl that had leukemia. I'm like, huh? Leukemia? Cancel the blood? No, 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 no. Yeah. We're starting to get have issues. My girlfriend every time I turned around, she had cancer. And one day I was over to her daughter's house and I asked I said, Auntie, I said, What's your blood type? She said A B. I got "Up." I got it. Now I understood why she had those different forms of cancer. Her blood type gave it away.
4: Because- this is serious because blood type is not something you can change. It's your blood. It's it's flowing. It's in your veins. It's something was passed on. You can't change it.
2: It's, mm-hmm. You know.
4: It. it yeah. It, so you're either this or you're not. You're either that or you're not. Mm-hmm. You have so many different blood types, and the blood types are connected to blood lines. You come from that mm-hmm.
3: line,
1: and all different, different blood problems, levels compromised.
4: Not the same. We're not, yeah, we're mm. not just a lot of mixing out. You have to keep your yeah, blood. are like, a lot of skin, skin
1: but they, they don't. Skin. They don't
4: have the best health. <laughs> mm. Yeah, we have. It's. Look at nature. Look at nature. The lion, the tiger, all these giraffes the elephants. They're, they're keeping their line, bloodline. They're keeping their species
2: going right. forward. Right.
4: But right. somehow they right. put another species on TV and they got all these. A, a, a man from from the time he's a little boy he's sitting in front of the TV and he's seeing all these white women and so he grows up you know being attracted to white women
2: because mm-hmm. they're never
4: represented the black woman is never represented on TV like that unless you know some type of I don't know Viola Davis maybe I, 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 what's her name uh, Washington can't remember her name is it Kerry Washington Kelly uh, I, no Kerry, Kerry. Kerry Washington? Kerry. Um, Kerry, yeah, Kerry Washington. And like a with few... Just, but these are real. Scandal, yeah. But these are just a few representations, though. Like the Black Panther maybe will be the movie that had... But I'm talking like years ago, it was in like... Maybe the Cosbys had some Black... You know, the Cosbys and other sitcoms. But, but for the most part, like magazines and everything else, it's just a white woman. That's always been put out there as uh, the yeah.
1: desirable. You know, yeah, love somebody's
4: it a lot of our men to, you know, contaminate the the gene pool, the bloodline. You know, yeah.
1: But it is what it is. Like, but I, the, the I other thing too was that um, white men had access to black women, and it was they had their way sexually. Um, with black women and, uh, there was a period of time where the women would terminate the offspring of rape, um, and, yeah, it is it, really something, it's, it's, we were all bug broken so to speak because, um, when amalgamation at one time was involuntary, now it's voluntary. And I suspect that because we saw how the more melanin you have, the darker, you're going to be, you, you, you're going to be mistreated. And, um, I reconcile that, you know, black people would, uh, entertain those interregulation relationships was to lighten up, the generation so that they could participate, have uh, a better experience in society and or to have access to privilege and to experience that you, you know, navigate within those certain circles. Yeah, that, That's why they would entertain really- it. But the bottom line is this, if you claim to be black and you love black people, uh, then you don't entertain those type of relationships. You, you just don't if you if you're really serious about loving black people like babies black, this that none the other, then you reproduce it's your own image. Me
0: that. I question it myself. Time and sense to me? yeah, I question myself for that because that's the reason why I even brought that up i i I wonder like you know i I call myself befriending someone who like we've grown apart. And I don't think we ever really had the same uh, points of view of things. Like I say, I feel like like we're all kind of people everywhere, and so yeah. I, I observe us. You know that we're that way without like having to be offended by our differences, but just to learn. You know,
1: yeah. How yeah. over? Yeah.
0: I still question myself. You know, like like why am I? Entertaining myself to 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 communicate with someone who they to me they're on the extreme um, position you know from where I am as far mm-hmm. as just you know like i say we we talk about what happened historically, but then like once you've been compromised. You know, I can see that she's been compromised and we could, it seems like we could never be the same kind of people because of that. No.
1: Mm-mm.
0: That's how, that's how I feel.
1: Yeah, I've, I've, know, I've lost get, friendships it's on it's the from,
0: basis of that. Yeah.
1: On the basis of that too. Um, what was I going to say? I was going to say because it's relative to what you were saying. Oh crap. it'll it'll come back to me. I mean,
2: write it down.
4: That's why I was asking Lance about regret. Same same deal. Same deal. I, uh, I uh, This is an African chick. This is an African woman. I I went to a meditation center. Um, Just went to a meditation center because one of the Indian gurus, one of the, you know, g- gurus are like, you know, really important people in India, you know, and when they do meditations and stuff like that, you know, it's really powerful, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm in Maryland. So I go on. I love events. I love attending events. So I, mm-hmm. I, I go on this website, event website, and I search for Maryland events, and it came up well, on a Saturday. I thirty dollar ticket. I bought it, and I, I I went to the event. And big event, huge turnout. A lot of Indians, a lot of Amer- a lot of people from different cultures. We sat in this huge mm-hmm. meditation room, and she sat on the stage, and all oh, the energy was amazing. Like she was just radiating mm-hmm. love, and you could. You know we could come in front of her, and we could um you can write a question for her and she can look at it and she and she will respond to you like you know she would get a message i guess from within her or i guess from spirit or whatever I don't know, but she would just you know give you a response or whatever and um when I got to her, she looked at me and she just- start, she just laughed and she said you- you she said you you're worried about." you're worried about how you look. I didn't even, I I actually had a question about my ancestors or something. Mm-hmm. And, and, but when she, she looked at the question, but then she looked at me and she said, you're, wor- you're worried about how you look. You have a beautiful heart. And then she started laughing. And then I, I just went away and the next person, because it was a long line. So the next person, okay. person came over. And so, but it's like, I guess she kind of just tapped into, because I went, like she was saying earlier growing up all i ever heard from my so-called mother was like you you never amount to anything you never succeed in life you're not beautiful you're ugly that was literally my mother that was like the affirmation i was so little like five four five years old six years old she just hated my gut
2: so i always wondered is this
4: person my stepmom or is this person my mother it was so confusing because you you live in the same house with such a person that hates you, like it's uh-huh. not even like an outsider, and an outsider, a stranger. You can handle it better, but a mother who's not playing her role as a mother, but she gets you to play a role as a daughter. So anyway, so I, I always I guess I always carry that within me because my oh. aunt have been programmed without it subconsciously without it even knowing. So when I got to the guru, she just laughed and I guess I mean you know she just laughed and she said it. They made me become self-aware. But anyway, so after the event, I, I, there was flyers outside the room, right? I was just picking up flyers for the next event
1: and stuff like that.
4: And this girl was standing there. I wouldn't say girl. It's a woman. But she looks smallish. So it, for she's from Kenya. She was standing mm-hmm. there all innocently. But in the corner of my eye, she was standing there for a long time. She was just looking at me for a long time as mm-hmm. I was standing on the So, yeah, so... She Was serving the food right because it's free food, you pay for the event, and you also pay for like food, so they had pastries mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. So she was the one volunteering to serve uh food. And at that time, I was leaving. I told you, I only stay in a state for like a, a year sorry, not okay. a, month, but a year. And I just, you know, if it doesn't resonate with me, I don't, I'm not really feeling it, I'll just go. So I was getting ready to move to Arizona State, it's a completely different state I've never been to, and that's just how I. That's just how I am. I just go. I'm such a free spirit. I like traveling, so I would do that. So I was getting ready. I was throwing everything away, you know, like I usually do. And she's Mm -hmm. a single mother. Kenya. She has a daughter that's like 13 years old. So I'm like, I'm leaving. I have all these things I'm about to throw away. So, oh my gosh, I'm so glad we met, right? Because she's a Mm -hmm. single mother. She doesn't have a car. I mean, so she was like, oh, I need. I mean, be able to use some of the things. So I gave her my, you know cooking utensils. I had three different blenders I gave her my blender i gave her i i ordered um stuff from Amazon like cayenne pepper right ground pepper mm-hmm. dry you know ground pepper I ordered like a whole a one pound bag of cayenne pepper
0: because wow. yeah,
4: i't I got tired of yeah so i I would just order these things and then I'll just have it home so that I don't have to be buying pepper all the time so I had all this stuff and you know you don't want to travel with this stuff. You know, when you get there you can always get another one. So I just gave it away. I gave a lot of stuff away. Essentially. Spices and stuff like that away. But little did I know that she she she's fifty one. Right now I don't know how old she is. Okay. And you, you know, and I'm not I'm I'm in my I'm almost I'm in my thirties, my late thirties. And she's okay. like fifty one. So you know, every now and then she would call I would not hear from her for a long time and then out of your blue should call. you know she gave me her email we exchange email so that's how she was able to keep in contact with me and so i didn't know that she she practiced like african spirituality because she's from kenya so they also do it over there too but okay. she practices black magic actually to be specific okay and from the age that she's at, when she was growing up there was no television there was no technology this is all they practice in kenya when she was growing up so she has that knowledge, right? Okay. okay, in the U.S. now, got married to a black dude, used him to get pregnant, so that she could get her, you know, green card or whatever. No problem. Okay. They're 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 not divorced, but they're separated. The guy is in New York right now. They have a daughter now, thirteen year old. But so she was just, you know, I guess she got jealous along the way. I don't know how, because whenever she would call me, and then. She, you know she'll find out like oh you moved oh you're getting ready to move again how do you do it how do you do it I wonder how you do it you know da 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 and you know I'll just talk I just you know just certain things are not really important to me location is not really that important like as far as like I can be free I know I'm free to be anywhere I can you know I want to be I just I just follow the feeling I don't really care about material things that much if I feel like I'm not happy somewhere, I will leave.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: So I just get up and leave, and that's all I explained to. Her. But she still was baffled, you know. But I guess you know, she she. I mean, she started doing all kinds of spells on me. All, all kinds oh, Oh wow. Yeah, I didn't know. Like she would go for a long time. Every I now and then find out. Call. I'm getting it. Like every every now and then she would call she would call me and then she tell me she tell me um. God is with you. Uh, <laughs> like um what do you, what do you mean by you know she's like oh you know i was in meditation and you know it was revealed to me it was just uh, weird but like uh-huh. going back to what this lady was saying that's what brought it up but and that's why i was asking lance too about like regret and stuff like that because i really regret because i didn't use my discernment um oh. trusting a complete stranger all because she's african because i'm african too born around i'm from ghana Born and raised.
2: Okay.
4: That's it then.
3: <laughs> <Again.
4: Again. laughs> wow, you can actually speak. Uh, a little tree. Okay. Yeah, a little bit. Wow, it's really good though. <laughs> My was not good at all. It's probably the same as yours. Because I we learned English in school. Okay. Yeah, I oh, spoke to when I got home.
1: Ah, okay. I, 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 I figured out what here. I wanted to say earlier. Um, I'm gonna get this off my my head since it came back to me, and that was we were talking about. You know, you mentioned something about bloodlines, and I want to yeah. say that as you probably know, as a Ghanaian, uh, or, I don't know what it, are you uh, are you Awe? Are you um, Shanti? Ga? Shanti. You're Shanti. Oh, that's yeah. the most powerful group in Ghana. <laughs> they run teams. <laughs>
4: I mean they're all powerful, I guess, but Ashanti
1: seems to be popular. Yeah, but they're exactly. very I, okay. I, they you, they're all powerful, but uh, I was going to say that Ashanti people are very um, influential. Let's put it like that. Yeah, but I, I get out of how hand out.
2: <laughs>
4: But how I found out was you know through dreams. Uh huh. Oh wow. Yeah, well that's where the answers I, come from. My dreams. Yeah, my dreams they can be very, like, vivid sometimes. Like, I'll have, I'll dream where I'm sitting there talking to somebody, having a con- full con- full conversation mm-hmm. with somebody. The senior chair si- stand- or standing right in front of me telling me verbatim, like, word for word. And then this person stood there, the male, male figure stood in front of me and said, if only you knew what this friend of yours has been doing behind your back this whole time,
2: you, mm. you wouldn't
4: even you know, and as he was, you know, continuing where would, I woke up from the dream. And that was not the only time. So there had been several confirmations. And then it dawned on me, like, how she would say, oh, you know, God is with you, and, you know, I, you know, the next couple of days, things are going to be really good for you. And it's like, you mm-hmm. know, so I'm just, yeah. So, you know, such a person, even when you block him even when you disconnect from them, you don't speak to them again, they can still, because remember, they have your items too. Remember she has
1: them. Yeah. Yeah. Some of my clothes, mm.
4: some of, your energy is on everything. everything. Your energy, That's yep. why you, you should never wear, you should never wear secondhand clothes. You should never wear, use any type, any, because you're wearing their, their energy over yours. Like, mm-hmm. your energy, no matter how many times you wash it, that energy will still be in it.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Energy doesn't die, it doesn't it? Just stay. It, it's so that's why people use sage to clear the energy. They burn sage, you know, to clear cleanse their because that's how you can clear the energy. It's invisible. It's but one of the ways to get energy off of. But yes, but I gave her my clothes. I gave a lot of things away. I'm th- I was gonna throw everything away. So every now and then, you know, she'll call and she she'll still be thanking me. But sometimes I, for, I forget. Huh? You know I'd forgotten about half of the things I gave her I forgot right but she would call and mm-hmm. remind me oh I'm still using I'm still using this you know, the spices you gave me I'm still using them till you know a year has passed and you're still thanking me for I guess she hated me because you know I'm younger right and mm-hmm. she's gonna, you know she's older so like for a younger person to be providing for a older you know to be helping out an older person i don't know some people are so traumatized they 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 take i don't know they could be pretending to be appreciative or something but deep down inside they hate you for it that's why you can't save anybody out here that's why you really shouldn't even help anybody They, they have to come to you i need help they have to come to you but you assuming that they need help and you're giving them your things you're helping them with it or oh, they come and they tell you your, your sob story and you immediately jump <laughs> yes. to help. No, that's not the way to go. Oh, goes. my goodness. They oh, my to...
1: goodness.
4: You're telling what? my story. <laughs> uh-huh. So that's that's exactly I was what happened How do you overcome regret? Because I'm regretting. Yeah. I'm telling you, my life has not been the same ever since I met this
1: lady. It's been
4: mm-hmm. like one crazy thing over. Because they don't have to. For somebody to cast a spell on you, they don't have to be near you at all. I'm telling you, you, you know. can be all the way in Finland. You can be in Scot—I mean, N- Norway, Sweden. You can be in Iceland, and they can be yeah. all the way in Africa somewhere, South Africa. It don't matter the distance. It don't matter the distance for somebody to guys spell on you. Your name—they can all they, all they need is your name. If they know yeah. your name, that's it. They don't even need your physical items. Just your name. That's why some people change their names. Some people will change their name, completely change their name, um, and stuff like that. Because all a person really needs is your name to do any mm-hmm. type of spiritual work, magic or spell. Work. Yeah, because they it, just get a doll, a voodoo doll. Yeah, right. your name is your energy. Yeah, the energy. Right, your energy is exactly.
1: behind your name.
4: Um, your spirit, mm-hmm. everything is connected. There's
1: no separation. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, uh, been it's been the thing you, that infuriates me is it? that you? knowing the thing that infuriates me, excuse me, I'm sorry, is knowing that these type of talents and gifts exist. They don't use them against the people they should be using it against. <laughs> yeah, them against exactly. What exactly. that's infuriates yeah. me? I'm like, wait a minute, oh, you, you got these powers? Trust me. I would be shape shifting. I would just speak, and they'd be dropping like flies. Get out! Get out! Right. <laughs> exactly. If I had the power, do I would you know. I would... <laughs> oh my gosh!
2: It's so that so makes me so wonder, you...
0: like, like, why we got in this, in this, in this problem anyway? Like, like how we <laughs> can to be doing it like today? Our yeah. own, own people, people are are doing our different. own people. Yeah.
4: Like the last person that you should be even. The last person you should even be targeting with any anything at all, this sinister. The last person you should be targeting will be the person that has helped you before.
1: Yeah,
4: it's just so mind blowing. I'm telling you, I'm still till today. I am still dealing with this. Like, I'm still there because they, this all they do. You could you can sit in the comfort of your home and be casting a spell on somebody. As long as you have knowledge, that wisdom, you know what to do. So you, you see that movie called, um, not movie, the show called Charmed? Yes. Charmed, right? TV series called Charmed. Yeah. They do everything at home. They mix spices yep. and they cook, boil rosemary and they mix they mix all these spices and they, they just say some incantations. You, you know, yep. you make some words, you speak it over, and then your, your energy and everything is backed behind it with your intention
1: it will work. It will work on anybody. If
2: mm-hmm. you,
4: you, you know what you're
1: doing, what a, lot, a lot of people are uh, into that, but you're supposed to use it for yourself, not right. use it on other people. And uh, it will backfire if you. you, narcissistic, you stuff, it, it'll it'll, bar, it will, it'll it will backfire on you. Yes, it always does. And curses have
4: an expiration date, by the way. Curses have an expiration date. So, they will have to re- renew it. They will have to re- redo it. If somebody curses you or casts a spell, it has an expiration date. It expires mm-hmm. after, after a certain time. They would have to redo it. So, but anyway, like, it's. If the person is narcissistic and this person is uh-huh. jealous. Yeah. That's. it. it oh, there, there's no limit. You know how narcissists like to have power? They like yeah. to control people, and they, so this type of these type of things gives. They feel like it makes them powerful to be able to affect the life of somebody else.
1: Yeah.
4: Or you know, and stuff like that. Yeah. So they get they get a high from this stuff too.
1: That's all. That's why all. Oh, that's why we have to be
4: Loyalty. It goes back to Zance's thing. Loyalty. Careful who you're mm. loyal to. Just because they're black doesn't mean that you have to. Trust them right. to help you. Oh, I know. African, I know. Nice. Oh my gosh! No, bro. I, I, yo, I'm telling you, my biggest. I, I mean, I'm. I work on. This, I'm telling you this. If I've regretted anything in my life, this is it. My entire life, I, I, I have never. I mean, I've, I've made some mistakes but this. If I tell you the stuff I've been through, wow, it's, it's incredible. All because of one person
1: because <laughs> some people feel life like they wasted their lives so I understand they wasted their
4: young years they wasted their years when they were younger wasted their time, wasted their years doing stupid stuff or not doing what they were supposed to do and they're now older so when they see younger people making it or whatever, you know, traveling they feel like they can't do it but that's all in mind thing. it's all in their minds. because you can do anything that you think about yeah. I mean I literally had to in order to get to Puerto Rico, I had to use my mind to get here. And I all oh, mm-hmm. every single every single day I would just picture myself at a beach. Picture myself at Puerto Rico beach. Mm. Sitting in the sun. Picture my every every day this was what I was I was and then before I know it I'm actually sitting at the beach. You you have to use your mind. hmm. But if you're using yeah. but we're using our mind to think of like oh, this is happening here, oh, this, this, this chaos, this is happening there. We're, we're using our mind to look at all these things that are these different narratives and, oh, the dollar is doing this. And we're using our mind for things that we don't even, when we should be using it on ourselves and where we want to be. You set the goal and just keep that vision. After seven seconds of holding the vision, seven seconds, your mind cannot differentiate whether it's a dream or reality. It it won't Mm know. Your mind, just seven seconds of holding a vision, picturing okay. something. Seven. It will. Your seven. mind will not know. So if every day, that's your dominant thought. Every day, your dominant thought, your mind has to bend reality. The universe has to bend reality to make it true because that's what you see. What you can mm-hmm. see, you can touch. If somebody can see you, they can touch you.
2: Mm. Whatever you
4: can see, if you can see it, even if you can see it in your mind, whatever you can see, you can touch. This is science. This is physics. Yeah, it's a, you know,
1: right. It's it is scary or whatever. It's it is fascinating to, to me. Things. It's real fascinating, and that's why I wish all the obeys, babalawos, shamans. Mm-hmm. I wish they would unite. We need a
0: spiritual task force. <laughs> <laughs> we would be liberated overnight.
4: Like, do you know so many of the people that practice this type of you know black magic and all that? These folks came and they told us it was superstition. They learned it and they turned around and and. It, you know, they have be using it on us as a collective. They yeah, put it I in know. their shows and so well, movies and the TV. Yeah. Yep,
1: they sure do. They're always it killing us. It's all spell work. All that the kind word. Of stuff. I say uh-huh. return to sender, return to sender. In my mind, I'm very powerful. My energy is very strong. My forces mm-hmm. resonate strongly and repel them. That's what I say to myself.
4: <laughs> no, you have to call mm-hmm. back your energy too every every day. Yes. I call Mm -hmm. back my energy every day before you go to sleep or whenever I call back my energy because something like, and when I was with this girl, she like, she was, you know, after a while, you know, every time she would call me, she was like, oh, you know, I'm just, I'm getting so much money. You know, like this person, this person, she was a housekeeper, like a a housekeeper for like rich people in the Washington, D.C. area. Okay. She's like a caregiver, like for two very rich white men. You know, with their wives and stuff, she took care of their children. But, you know, when the p- pandemic came and she had to be at home because the pandemic, so she couldn't work anymore. But, you know, mm-hmm. they would feel sorry, of like, oh, something, they would send her money to support her. So she's like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, people, a lot of people are sending me money. She was using my energy. Like, I'm telling you, people can use your energy because they are spiritually bankrupt. If they get something of yours, they can make it. It's this is all spirituality. They can actually steal your energy, steal your abundance, any anything that's coming to you. They can divert it in the spirit, in the spirit world. They can di- divert it to them. Wow. Any money, any type of money, any type of blessing that was supposed to be coming to you is coming to them. But every time she call me, oh, you know, I'm just sitting on my balcony. You know, I don't even have to do anything. You know, a lot of people are just sending me money. I'm getting money everywhere. And, you know, and this and, oh. this and that. And she would just be telling me that. And now, like after the after it was confirmed to me several times in dreams of her what she was doing, like some people okay, so we're all gifted, right, some people are seers, yeah, some people can can see some people's third eye they're born with a third eye open already right? they can if they close yeah. their if their eyes and they and they can um they close their eyes and they, and they concentrate long enough, they can see they can just see with their mind's eye, and they they focus their energy on somebody somebody's face or somebody somebody can see their future like some people can see your future some people can they can just look at you and they can just i mean i've i've had somebody okay so i was in i was in college right in washington state though not washington dc state i i was in college right and i was just you know after i I was studying uh who was i studying so long i was studying Digital stuff, like web design. Okay. Oh, I just had a, like a summer job where I would just, it was like we'll clean the classroom and stuff like that. House, um, Housekeeping or whatever, but not necessarily. I guess it was just a property. We just clean <laughs> it up and it was just like a few pennies, but it, it still made a difference because, you know, I was still in college. So one of the janitors, I was in the elevator and we would, you know, he would see me in the elevator often so we just started talking and you know we became friends or whatever this is an older white guy he was probably in his 60s really old white guy and he, he he was the janitor for that hall right so he um we would meet we would see each other all the time sometimes after we got we got off the elevator we would just walk together and we were talking one day I one day we you know we just sat down we got off the elevator We just sat down on one of the benches there, right, in the hall. And Mm -hmm. he was done with work, I was done with work, and I was getting ready to leave. We were just sitting there just talking. And he said, he said to me, one day you are going to be very, you're going to be very great. You're going to be a very great, important person one day. I'm a black, I'm I'm a black person, African. Um, I'm like 5'1". I'm not really like just tiny. I don't even look my age. I'm just. I never considered myself anything because of my programming from childhood. And for mm-hmm. somebody to tell me that, and he doesn't even know me like that. He doesn't. He's never been to my my place, my house. He's never. We don't. We just didn't see me often. He he just sat there and said, "One day you're going to be very important. You're going to be a very important person one day." Tell me how an old white guy. Can can say that to somebody he barely even knows
0: that's mm. a student you I'm
4: telling you that some people out here can see things that regular folks can't see so are we all the same then we can't be the same yeah. how is somebody in Maryland a Kenyan woman or whatever in Maryland able to pick up the phone and call me and tell me things that are going to be, about to happen in my future and I'm I don't, even, you know, I've been meeting these types of people. It's, it's so weird. They're the same types of people that I kind of run into all the time. People that mm-hmm. can see, they can see your light, or they can see your shine, or they can see that you're progressing. In, I don't, it's, it's weird. And they're the ones that come in to kind of, not all of them, but they will come in and just cause some type of like a blockage, or yes. they make you stagnant. They can stagnate yes. your growth. They can yeah. some thoughts in your head or they can discourage you some idea that it's weird but you have now after a while you've become there you become loyal to them or or something like that you become friends with them so you have mm-hmm. trusted and then you can now you feel comfortable telling them sh- sharing certain things with them
2: mm-hmm.
4: and then they turn around and they stab you in the back so that's why I was asking Lance that question and when you reminded me of this story when because this is not something that you can just. They will literally have to die in order for me to, you know. Because so long as you're alive, they keep casting these spells. They keep mm-hmm. doing this witchcraft. They keep, you know, doing these spells. And they just, you know, make a voodoo doll and put a bunch of pins in it and put right, you know, right, use a marker to write your name on it. Because remember, you're. You got to be something to counter what they're on.
1: doing, though. Hmm? And so it's got to be yeah, something yeah yeah, yeah. what are doing. Oh yeah, I'm you know? I'm all in. Yeah, because your I own, I, I your, own do your own power. You have your
4: own power. Yes,
1: you know that you. I, I've, I've been
4: doing it stuff. I've been doing. Yeah, it. I, I mean, you can use. So, like with the name thing, you can if you if you suspect that somebody's casting a spell on you, somebody's just you know one of the ways to do it. You can take a piece of paper, right, and write mm-hmm. your name on your full name on it. That piece of paper, and then you go outside you dig a hole, right, in the soil, in the sand, any soil, any sand, underground, you dig a hole, you get some sea salt, just a little bit of sea salt, maybe like a tablespoon, and you go outside and then you take the paper and then you place it inside the hole that you dug and then you put the sea salt over your name and you just set your intentions right then and then over the thing and say anybody that has ever casted any spell on me. So long as they walk on the soil, so long as they walk on on this earth, any spells that have been casted using my name would not work. You just put the mm, sea salt you over your name, you cover it with the, the the sand, and that's it, you just walk away. Wow. That's it, that's all you got to do. You bury your name with the sea okay. over it, and then you cover it. That's one way to do it. There's so many different mm-hmm. ways to do it. Another way to do it, it will be your pee. Your early morning pee, like your urine.
2: So mm-hmm.
4: it's most concentrated, whatever you, from like around 3 a.m. to 5 a.m. Or the first pee that comes out of you when you first wake up, store it, right? You have to mm-hmm. do it for three days. The paper one you bury on the ground, you just do it for one day. Just one time and that's it. You don't have to redo it again. Any type of spells spell, you, you use your name, it won't work. But the pee one, you have to do it for three days. So any the first P that comes out of you when you first wake up in the morning, that first P you just store it in a container a bottle or a, a jar, whatever it is you store it in. And then at night, before you go to sleep, you go, you take a piece of paper again, you write your full name on it, and then you stick it, you stick it into the P. You just say return to sender.
2: Mm. Return to sender.
4: Any type of spell work, anything at all that's associated with you that is has been targeted. Any arrows, anything that's been, you know, placed upon you, you return it all to center. So you put your the paper, or you write your name on the piece of paper, you stick that paper into the urine, and then you cover it up, and then you just shake it, just shake it, so that the paper gets wet. Then at night, anywhere at all, you just throw the, you throw it away. You just pour it on the ground with the paper and everything. You just pour the pee, throw it away, and then you go to sleep. You do it for three days. That's it. Any spells, anything, the minute they cast it, it's, back, it's sent back to them.
2: Ah, okay.
4: automatic, yeah. But you have to do it for three nights, though. But when you're doing this, your enemies will start exposing themselves, though. They'll try to confront you. Mm. You have to be aware. Just stay away. Yeah, those your enemies will just expose themselves. They'll start an argument. or try to talk to you in a rude way. Just, that's mm-hmm. just them exposing themselves. I did it right here. Right here in Puerto Rico, a few days ago, and one of the locals. I don't even speak Spanish. I'm just passing by, and then they they just started this argument. Like, are you are you from here? Are you? I mean, just out of nowhere. And then she became rude all of a sudden. <laughs> so they expose mm-hmm. themselves
3: um. when you're doing the
4: P one, though. When you're doing the P one, they will expose themselves. If you work at an environment, if somebody hates you, it will mm-hmm. this P thing. It will, it will expose them. It's all spiritual. Mm-hmm. these folks came and told us that this was superstition and made us forget everything they said this was superstition yeah. and then they there's a science how is superstition work <laughs> it's a science, yeah, it still it's works. A science. because yeah. whether you are a christian or not whether you believe in this or not somebody that believes in it is still using it on you it doesn't yeah. matter whether you think it's superstition or not somebody can still use it if somebody gets a piece of your hair they can cast this spell because your your DNA is in your hair, your DNA yep. is in your fingernails. There is no separation. Your spirit is in, is is connected to your mind, body, spirit. Your spirit is connected to anything your, from your body, hair, nails. Your your DNA is in your spit. Everything, your pee, it, everything that comes out of you, it, you you are in it. Your spirit is in it. Your, your energy is in it. In everything your hair, everything. That's why you have to be careful who you do your hair with if you're going to do it if you go to a hairstylist. But it's not a big deal because a lot of the people in the U.S., they're not spiritual. They don't know about the spiritual stuff. But if you are like in Africa do, and stuff like
1: that. Some of them right? do, but I, I, I was the person who used to collect my hair and put it in bags and burn it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah. Just a figured, piece of, you of your know, hair, a strand of it. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of it. practitioners here, a lot of practitioners.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And some of them learn this stuff,
4: they learn it from secret societies, groups, secret groups. and That's why it's called secret, because this is our yeah. knowledge. This is our African knowledge, yeah. Yep,
1: and that's why... we are giving Wealthy people, they do a lot of this to maintain their status, mm-hmm. to maintain their wealth. Mm-hmm. Yes, they do it. Yeah. That's why you would see the peacock in palaces and
4: in castle and in, in kings but how often do you see a peacock a peacock i'm talking a peacock with its princess, its tail or whatever and it's all it's all spiritual the peacock uh-huh. represents wealth a lot of wealth you will only see a peacock in a, a king's palace or maybe hmm. at a zoo or somewhere but other than that yeah, because yeah, at yeah. a zoo because obviously the people there don't know the importance that they don't know the spiritual side of a peacock but if you go to most Palaces and royal places. You will see a peacock just comfortably walking in the fields. Peacock. You can you can use rice. You can bathe with rice as a spiritual cleanse. Like rice, before you cook the rice, you just soak it in water. Any amount of water, you just soak the rice in water. After that, you strain the water out. That water, you just go when you after you take your normal shower, you just use the rice to bathe. Just wash it over. Use it to wash over you. That rice water. Mm. Money will flow to you like if you, you just you just be walking around and just find money. Mm. Mm. I'm telling you, you, you can use this stuff to become wealthy. I'm, cinnamon, just regular cinnamon stick. You burn it like an incense every day. If you're an online store, people will be buying your from your online store every day. Just buyers will just mm. be buying. Just a cinnamon stick every morning. You just burn it. You have to set your intention though, because everything is intention because where right. your attention goes your you flow yeah so your intention your energy will just go to work for you but all everything has a spiritual side to it
1: nature yes yes
4: everything all these bushes all these leaves, green like green grass all these like every every single thing that out, out there you can use it for a spiritual cleanse or to heal you or something the papaya mm-hmm. leaves the papaya leaves Hmm. You just get. What about the papaya papaya
0: tree, huh? What about what about the papaya leaves? The papaya
4: leaves, just the leaves, the ones that are like yellowish, like to brownish. If you get a handful Mm. of those, you boil it and you use it as a spiritual bath or spiritual cleanse. Mm. Put a little bit of sea salt in it after at night before you go to sleep. You have to do this at twelve. It's mostly best to do a lot of spiritual cleanses at twelve midnight before you go to sleep. But you just okay. take a normal shower at night, a normal shower at night, and you just use papaya leaves, you boil it in water, you strain it, just wa- use the water to wash over you. You have to your body naturally dry though. The same with the mm. with the rice water. You have you can't wipe yourself with a towel. You have to let it dry on you on your oh. body. Because it has to imprint on your subconscious mind. It has to imprint on your body. Your body's subconscious yeah. mind. Because your body is like the it's like the bridge. It's like the middleman. It connects you to the physical and the spiritual. Your body, the body is like the middle, is a meeting place. For
2: mm-hmm. yes. the spirit
4: and the spiritual. So, whatever, that's why they said in their Bible, whatever you bind on earth must be bound in heaven. Whatever you do here has to, it has to have a spiritual, a spiritual, Um. it has to correspond in a spiritual ro- world. So, whatever mm-hmm. you do here, whether it's a spiritual cleanse, whether you're casting spells, whatever, whatever it is that the person is doing. If they're doing it in a physical, it will, it will reflect in the spiritual. It has to. It's long.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: That's why they can cast these spells and they can, it can affect, it can happen. Somebody can sit there and curse somebody. You know, some people have cursed, like, whole bloodlines. And I'm talking like, I'm talking like, you know, back back when a great, great, great grandmother, you know, they had all these, like, yeah. hmm so there's a lot of work that we have to do with a lot of cleansing. A lot of I mean, I have a lot of recipes. So I, I already noticed that there's a lot of ways to reverse reverse a lot of these spells. There's a lot of ways. You I mean you if you go on YouTube. You can go on YouTube. Okay, so like even like if you, you're feeling stuck, right? You're feeling stuck mm-hmm. in life, you're feeling like nothing's going on for you. You can get a, you can make a breakthrough soap. Breakthrough soap. It will break through any type of barriers, any type of blockages. Breakthrough soaps are powerful. It's very easy to make a breakthrough soap. You just need two things or three. You need your liquid soap. You can use African black soap. But if you don't feel like ordering African black soap online, you don't feel like waiting, you can just get a liquid soap, you know, body wash soap. Mm. And then you just get ashes and sea salt. That's it. One tablespoon of ashes, one tablespoon of sea salt. You can burn pieces of paper. You can burn paper, newspaper, into ashes and use the ashes. Any type of ashes. Incense. You, you can this burn incense.
1: Exactly. Actually, the, the
4: charcoal, yes. You can burn charcoal, yeah. You, you burn, can burn charcoal, charcoal, the charcoal tablets. Okay.
2: Huh? Okay. The I charcoal have tablets. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, you burn it as an incense and then the, the, you just need a little bit of ashes or, or these incense sticks, you know, these incense um meditation, incense sticks. Whenever mm-hmm. they burn, they leave They leave there. Yeah, you just use the ashes. Just a, tablespoon a, teaspoon or a tablespoon of ashes, tablespoon or a teaspoon of sea salt. You mix these together. You just put it in your liquid soap, any type of soap, or you can grate like a bar of soap. You can just use a grater to grate it into powder and just mix it all together and then make it into a soap, a ball, you know, soap, and use it. You replace your regular soap with this with this breakthrough soap and just use it. Use it to bathe every day. I'm telling you, it, your ancestors will literally go to work for you. Because this is what they practice. So when they see that you're practicing their stuff, you're not using it. You're, you, you're using these things to protect yourself. You're using these things to spiritually fortify it. Because remember, i agree supposed to take care of the mind, the mind, the, and the body. body, and the spirit. So you're mm-hmm. eating every day. You're taking a shower. You're taking care of the body, though. You're listening to Lance. You're, you're you know watching documentaries, gaining new knowledge. You're fortifying the mind. You're reading, fortifying the mind. Mm-hmm. You know, but what about the spirit? Mm-hmm. You
2: know, wow. what are we
4: doing for the spirit? So we have to start. You know, taking care of all three. But your ancestors, will, when they see that you're doing these things, that's when they come in. They'll just come to you in dreams. Sometimes they'll tell you what to do. I mean, I've had one time where they told me to use cloves, right? And sugar. Sugar, they said to use cloves and sugar. You know, cloves, the spice.
2: Mm-hmm. The cloves. Yeah,
4: cloves, you can get them at uh, Spice, the Spice Aisle, Spice Section, any grocery store. So you go, cloves, you boil it for like, Five minutes, and then you just get sugar, and then you mix it together. You put sugar, you strain it, you put sugar in it, and then you just use it to bathe. You you pour it into like a bucket or a bowl, like a, a old like paint, an old paint paint container, like empty paint container. That you don't any type of container, a bucket. The water can be warm, and you just pour your um your 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 cloves um. Your clove water with, this, with the salt in it. Either salt or sugar. sugar. And it's going to go, I'm telling you, clove doesn't play. You, see, you can do the same with coconut water. I mean, ah. yeah. I mean, I know this stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried about what she's doing. But I kind of still regret because I've suffered unnecessarily. Things have just mm-hmm. not gone well for me. All because I met her. And I just didn't wow. experience all those things. So it's like mm-hmm. I'm I'm working through my every now and then I just really regret it and then I just kind of work through it. But yeah, I. So coconut, you see how like we, a lot of us, and including men too, you know, like we go. We 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 meet people. We get in relationship. You know, this you know during sex, energy is exchanged. You know, yeah, your spirit is engaging with another spirit. So there's that back and forth there's this exchange that's going on spiritually you can't see so sometimes you know you you sometimes some people can get with somebody, and then things will be going on in their lives. but after they got with this guy or this person this mm-hmm. woman, things are just not going well, they're fired from their job they you know all kinds of things just you know he took mm-hmm. something from 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 the person it was yeah. an exchange. So you can use coconut water. Walmart has coconuts, an actual coconut or a real coconut. You crack it open.
2: Mhm. Yes. Yeah. Real I coconut.
4: Relate. You use it to bait. You use it to bait a night before you go to sleep, but you have to do it for seven nights. So you just get coconut with enough water in. it. So a night before you go to sleep, you just get a bucket, a bowl, a bowl of water, warm. It could be warm water. You just crack the coconut open. You can crack it open in the afternoon, store the water to at night. You just get a warm, you know, warm water. You pour the coconut in and you put a little bit of sea salt. Sea salt is very powerful because sea salt amplifies. It amplifies whatever you're doing. It it, it amplifies it. It makes it more powerful. Yeah, sea salt is no joke. Sea salt, like you you know how you write your name on a piece of Uh paper and you put sea salt over it? Yeah, sea salt it's amazing. I, it I, mean, I
2: have heard of
1: pouring salt around the house, around a perimeter, or something. The I heard of that.
2: Mm-hmm. Sea salt. salt, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In your room,
4: you put sea salt in four corners of your room. You put a, just a hint, like a teaspoon of sea salt in four corners of your room. No negative energy can can be there. It will surround. It will like a, create a barrier, an invisible barrier around your room or your house the four corners of your house just put a little bit of sea salt in four corners of your house or outside your house you're good <laughs> you know how people talk about sleep paralysis they go to sleep and then they feel like somebody's on top of them or you just put sea salt. Oh, you can't move your... you
1: can't scream and stuff like you that can't...
4: right mm-hmm. around yeah. your room the corners of your room with sea salt you're good Okay. It shields you. It's like a shielding. This is all stuff we can't see, mm-hmm. <laughs> but they still happen, though. So that's how now we have to really expand our thinking now, our consciousness, to really realize that certain things are going on, certain things are at play. Everything has to take has to happen in the spiritual realm in order for it to happen in the physical realm. True. Sure. So most of these, this whole pandemic thing, it already mm. happened to us spiritually already. And we mm-hmm. saw the manifestation of it in the physical. This is something mm-hmm. that's amazing. So yeah, a lot of that's what I'm saying. That these people have been using spells. They've been using spiritual, our own spiritual knowledge. They've been using it against us. They learned it from us. So uh, money money will make a lot of people, you know, do things, expose, give knowledge to the enemy. You know, Africa, poverty is a spiritual thing. I'm telling you, just rice, simple rice water. You soak the water for a few minutes. You can soak it for an hour, 20 minutes, 10 minutes, don't matter. You just strain it. You can cook the rice later on and eat, but the water, that's all you need is the water. You take a regular shower, and then while you're still standing in the shower, you pour the rice water. You pour it over your body. You just use it to rinse your body, and you let your body put a towel around you and let your body naturally dry, just slip into into it. You just go to bed. You'll see that that same night, your dreams, you'll see it raining. It's like rain. You'll see rain. Some people see rain. Uh, I mean, when it's rain, it's a good thing. But you see money, some form of money, it, it will confirmate. You have to get confirmation. You always get confirmation when you do a spiritual cleanse. Okay.
1: Yeah,
4: so this stuff is powerful, but the coconut, if you feel like something has been stolen from you, you know. If you feel like you lost something, you you know you feel like your destiny has been tampered with.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: The coconut, coconut, don't sleep on coconut. My gosh, coconut is so powerful. Like just, just, just know, coconut is coconut is no joke. We in the class on this. <laughs>
1: Oh, shoot! I was going to say that, um I've become aware that people were doing a lot of spiritual work, so to speak, for manipulating energies and stuff back in nineteen ninety nine because I had experienced several life threatening events, and I mm-hmm. went with my yeah. sister in law my sister in law, she she what does she do? She likes to read tarot cards and she likes to read ruin mm-hmm. stones and she says, I want you to go somewhere with me. I went with her and we went to one of those fortune teller places.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And when I walked in it was this petite European lady and she took a look at me and she said, Someone is doing work on you And I was like, Huh? Yeah. yeah, it's the woman. She described everything about Mm -hmm. the woman. She said, the woman was jealous of me because the man that I'm with, she wanted him. But the man Mm -hmm. turned out to be my soulmate, and the woman wanted him, so she was doing everything to break us up. And so I thought that was weird because a lot of things started happening. I mean, just really strange stuff. And that's when I discovered, you know, that's when, you know, she she, uh, made me aware that, you know, there, She said, a lot of people do a lot of these works, and, and um, it just completely changed my perception of things, because I didn't know. I was naive, and this woman had called me, quoting Bible scriptures, telling me to read scriptures and stuff. She had got my number. She got gotten a picture of me and the guy. It was very interesting, very interesting period of time in my life, but she paid for it. She paid for it because I had some very powerful ancestors.
2: Hello. Hello. Yeah, I'm right here. We're we're here. Oh, okay. I'm we're here.
1: I can hear Hi, If you're ready to Yeah, go to jail, she's, she's, been she's been doing that too.
4: She's been doing that too. That I'm t- the chick that I was talking to, 51 year old, I'm talking about, she's uh-huh. been doing that too. Been trying to prevent any type I'm t- Oh my gosh. It's like, like it's, cast, uh, uh, casting love, love, casting love spells on me and stuff like that. Where like yeah. everywhere I go, it's like I'm suddenly attractive to every man. I, you know, it's weird. I'm telling you, these people can do things. Or oh, they cast a spell in the area that you are. They cast a spell to where every man that finds sees you finds you attractive. It's it's. It's so crazy, I'm telling you, and it's like such a person, you stop being your friend, right? you thinking that that's it, right? You stop being your friend, you, you block their number, you block their email, but no Boy. they they already got enough information of you they, they were I guess they were sent an agent they were sent mm-hmm. because I remember one of the phone calls I remember when I was in Texas, right? I lived in Texas too, when I was in Texas. I had moved from Arizona to Texas. <laughs> but I was in <laughs> Texas and Yeah. It's funny. I know. I, I just I don't know what it is with me. I love just I like to be free. Huh? I uh, I love it. I love it. It's not so easy if you have kids though. I know for sure because you know, kids like stability. They like to be stable. Right, you know they like to be yeah. So, but if you don't have kids like
2: me, then it's just you. Yeah. Usually,
4: when I when I'm done with a relationship, I I just I just I don't even want to have anything to do with that state. The guy is in the state in which you know I'm just (sighs) done with everything. When you're right, down, you're down. I, I, right, I I gotta, I gotta just start a fresh, start new somewhere else, and just put it behind me. Type of yeah, type of thing. Fr- but yeah, I was in Texas. Uh, I didn't date anybody in in uh, Arizona though, because Arizona just like one Spanish guy, older dude, Spanish man came up to me and you know gave me his number and everything. But he was honest. He was honest. He told me that. He had a wife in Mexico. He has a wife and kids in Mexico, but he he here in the US he's single. So he wanted to date, and uh, there's no way I'm gonna date. There's no way I'm gonna date somebody that has a wife back home. There's no way. Mm-hmm. So I I took his number, but I threw it away. I didn't call him. I didn't. Uh uh-uh, uh. I don't do that. <laughs> uh uh-uh. uh. You have a wife, a faithful wife. Hopefully she's faithful and she's home with your kids. And you're in the US and you want to date, no. even if you're single in the US, I'm not doing that. But I so I never dated at all in Arizona, I just worked, focused on work and other things. But I moved to Texas, I moved to Texas, and uh, yeah, it's just hardship after hardship after hardship. It was crazy, and all because of that chick. I, it's so crazy to the point where she convinced me she convinced she's like oh you know if it's so hard and if it's so hard in uh in texas why don't you move back to maryland you know let's work i I attracted this woman right so you know i took her where you know i took everything she said you know to be important you know to be sound so she's like oh you know if it's really hard in texas and whatnot why don't you move why don't you come to maryland and work so i you know, I said, okay, well, I love to travel anyway, so I got in my car. I got a few things, and I left, and I went to Maryland, right? And I found a job within a week of being there. I just found a job, and I was getting ready to do it. And then the job I had applied for when I was in Texas, it was taking too long, right?
2: Mm-hmm. But a
4: job, I had applied for a job in General Motors, The comp- the car company, the actual factory, like where you build a car from scratch. I would applied for a job there and I already done the tests and the exams and you have to do some tests and exams and everything. They have to score, you know, you have to actually come in there and do physical things and they have to grade it. They have to test you and everything. So if you pass everything, then, and then your medicals too, they have to check your, your history of, you know, drug use and everything. So I did everything, but it took so long. So I, you know, I couldn't, I wasn't, anything from them so I decided to go to Maryland. So when I was in Maryland I got an email from them saying I've been hired. My start if I accept the offer, my start date is on this and that day and whatnot. So now I had to leave I had to leave Maryland and come back to Texas. Right? On my way back I decided because it's a long every time I'm going on a long distance I have to do a oil change. I try to do a top of my oil in my car check my brakes and stuff like that. The person that was checking my oil, was doing my oil, spilled the oil on my, some of my, on, on the, some of the things in the car. I don't even know how. He popped the hood and he was, you know, changing the oil whatever. And he must have spilled the oil on something. One of the cylinders. So when oh, wow. I was, right, so on my way back, but you know, whenever you have issues with your car, It's spiritual. It's spiritual. Cause I remember I told her that oh you know I I just got this job offer so I got to go back to Texas. I have this I told I was tell her everything because I never suspected her to be just or to be
1: yeah you she's an know the woman you expected right. some wise counsel from her you know I mm-hmm. understand that and she turned out to uh, so to so I was like her. oh
4: I got I even sent her an email I even sent her the email forwarded that email to her I'm like hey this is the email I just got. So I'm just going to take this offer because it seems like it's a better offer and I still have an apartment in Texas,
2: uh-huh. you know,
4: so it makes no sense for me to start over here. And I still have an apartment with things in it and everything. You know, I haven't fully moved out of Texas, so, but on the way back, I had an issue with my car where he changed the oil and everything. I stopped to get gas. I stopped to get gas and when I started the car, the car was shaking. <laughs> I guess one of oh, the wow. cylinders had gone out or something. Yeah. So I drove 30 miles per hour from Maryland to Texas. 30, oh, my gosh. That took several days, 30, 30, didn't it? Yes. Did you get the I was afraid if I stopped. When I got back to Texas, yeah, I was, my God, I was falling asleep at, behind the wheel. I was, like, on the highway. I was just so sleepy because because I didn't want to turn off the car, because if, what if I turn it off and it doesn't start back up because of the cylinder, and I don't want to be stuck in Arkansas or wherever, like, out of nowhere. It was just crazy. Wow. It was just crazy, but, it's like, she was doing stuff. I mean, I when I got home, I got confirmation.
0: Okay. But I didn't
4: believe it at first,
0: so... Did you ever
4: come about it? Nope. No. Okay. Mm-mm. All right. I didn't see it once. I... Because I remember one time she was telling me she was on the it was Thanksgiving was it Thanksgiving it was Thanksgiving I think so and uh yeah it was Thanksgiving day or night or something and I I was doing like delivery stuff I was doing DoorDash and mm-hmm. it was late I finished delivering the last food and I was heading back to back home and I went I stopped at um, Taco Bell or something. I got, I got some things, you know, with a jack in a box or something. And I got, you know, some food. I got some fries and stuff, right? And I was headed back because I was really tired. And then she called me. Remember, she's a single mom with a daughter. She doesn't drive, so she walks everywhere or she takes the bus or whatever, right? And here I am, younger than her. I don't have any kids. I drive. I have a car. I, you know, so, I, All of these things she doesn't have, I have or whatever. So when she called me, and she's like, "Well, what are you doing?" No, because they have they're monitoring spirits. These people are monitoring there in your life just to monitor your movement, Mm. both physically and spiritually. That's what they call Mm -hmm. the monitoring spirits. They are literal agents. They come into your life for one purpose to steal. If they're lucky, they can kill. They can kill. They will kill you if they can. If they can do it. If you don't have a strong spirit, these people can kill you. They can kill somebody spiritually, and the person won't even wake up the next day. Um, These people, they are spiritual assassins. They there's so many different kinds of people out there.
2: Yeah, so we they... have to
4: really, especially Africans, if the older the person is, they know something. Because back, back in Africa, it's still third world country. So it's still not technologically advanced like the West. So they still rely on the herbs. They still rely on the superstitious things to get them through everything.
2: Uh
4: So they still, you know, some people grew up with their grandmother. Go pick up this leaf and that that leaf and that from these bushes and go pick it and just sat there and watch your grandmother put things together and do this and do that. So they grew up seeing it and even if and practicing it too or just remembering it from memory. So especially the older the person is, they they will know something. A lot of third world countries, a lot of South South American, South South America countries, mm-hmm. a lot of just probably any type of they practice some form of black magic. Even Turkey. Even Turkey and all and
1: these. Now, I uh went to a place called um here in Chicago on Commercial Avenue and a place I saw the mm-hmm. name Botanica. And uh I saw a picture of orishas, uh, or some type of post of the orishas in the window. so I got I thought, Oh let me go check this out. These in in a Hispanic neighborhood. And when I went there I saw books on Yoruba, Ifa, I saw Congolese, I saw Igbo spirituality, and I'm looking, I'm thinking, like why do you have all these books? These are on African spirituality and these were white Latinos. They had all this stuff, herbs, all kinds of stuff in there, and I was like, "Ooh, interesting!" They practice yes. African spirituality. Brazil, mm-hmm. yes. Orisha, Brazil,
2: big Orisha mm Mhm, mhm. These people, really are
1: people, huh? Yeah. I spurned something like you did. I I also shop at Indian Indian grocery stores because I mm-hmm. like to get Indian spices and. I eat some of the yeah. food, and mm-hmm. um, this this guy, as soon as I walked in the store, he started reading me. He started telling me stuff mm. about myself, and I looked at him, and I said, mm-hmm. what are you? Mm-hmm. He says, mm. "He told me he was Tamil, because he was yeah. uh, heavily hued, uh curly hair, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and I said, ah, I get it. All oh, these people. Very nice. He told me, says, you're a good person. You have a really good spirit. But you have How to do in this. in world. This. <laughs> so I, I, I had the same encounters where I run into elders who would tell me things. One guy was in his family dollar store <laughs> to get some cleaning products, and he taught, He stopped me. He's a young lady. The ancestors told me to tell you, you need to meditate more. Um. So the people out too. here,
4: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so not everybody out here is like, it. You don't know what you don't know what people what somebody knows. That's the thing.
2: That's correct. So, it,
4: it, so we have to really, hmm, you can't just be. This is really hard. Be kind me, to everyone because really
1: you never know.
4: The, yeah, it is too many variables. Too many yeah. variables it's just really hard to we're all not the same and that's the biggest lie just because mm-hmm. they are black doesn't mean that they're the same or they're for you or that they like you or that they want to see you succeed or no yeah even the age group that if it they're too you know it you want to be friends with somebody i learned this you want to be friends with somebody that's closely you know in the same range as you age wise because you be able to resonate with a lot of things, but if the age gap is huge, like she was 50, 51, and I was uh-huh. like in my mid-30s, when I, mm-hmm. it, there's no way, but these types of people have been drawing me like, you know, like this old man, like, oh my gosh, like maybe 68 years old, janitor, says you're mm-hmm. going to be somebody very important, in the future, mm-hmm. you're going to be, he just flat out said it, and, I was so confused i mean after that i mean we he i had his number and everything every now and then we just uh, he never said anything else after that he never said anything else about me that was the one time that he he said that to me does this person know that Um, some people more prophetic than others i don't know what is going on
1: yeah (laughs) it's very interesting and and that's the thing because that's really what connects all of humanity really is our spirit uh, we're all animated mm-hmm. by the same energy. So,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, and uh, that I've always understood. So it can come from anyone. And it was just like this this lady, mm-hmm. this Roma woman, uh, mm-hmm. when she saw me, she just started telling me stuff. Right. That someone put a hex on me. Because I experienced mm-hmm. some things, and I didn't, sure, because I didn't know anything about this. My own mother did like it that. to me.
3: And My I own don't mother put a hex on me.
4: like that to the people, but it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's really interesting. My own mother put a hex on me. My own mother. When I was little, I mean, she would verbally say it. Like, she would verbally mm-hmm. curse me. You you mm-hmm. will never be this. You never be this. You will never find a husband. You will never this. You're Own mother. But she also went as, as far as put a hex on me as well.
1: Actually visited oh, wow. somebody and
4: actually put a hex on me. Right. Cause she was jealous. Do you know of, your mother's I was history? Like, time with my...
1: Are you familiar when? with your mother's? Do you Do you know your mother's history? Did she go through something traumatic?
4: Probably, um, but mm. I know that she was. Uh, but bi- she had this bipolar thing going on, this personality disorder.
1: Like a mental going like a
4: going on with mental her. illness. Mental illness, yes, but she hid it really mm. well. She hit okay. it really well
1: because,
3: can, you know, oh she my had a God. favorite.
4: <laughs> you were the scapegoat, and she was always blaming you, always making you feel guilty, always make, but you never did yeah. anything. And then yeah. she had the favorite, which was my younger sister. And so, yeah, she, yeah. So the, the, she had a mental illness going on with her. Yeah. Five. She hit it so that you, you, you were always she, looked at so that she was never looked at, you know. Nobody mm-hmm. could look at her. But sh- so she would always divert the attention to you by blaming you or doing this or doing it by my own Oh, mother. my it's goodness. sounds so
1: familiar. We're, our lives are so parallel. It's, it's interesting. It's incredible. I, I know.
4: <laughs> but this this one, that mm-hmm. one in Maryland, that chicken, that woman in Maryland, that one Thanksgiving day, I got something from Jack in a Box or Taco Bell. Everywhere was closed because it's Thanksgiving days. Every restaurant was closed. So I'm coming home. It's late. I'm hungry, so I'm just picking something up—just fries and, you know, onion rings and stuff like that—from these plates from this fast food. I don't even eat fast food, but I was really hungry, so I was coming. And she called me. I was headed home, and she called me. She's like, "What? Is, so what are you?" She was like, "What are you doing?" And I said, "I'm just driving." And then she started laughing, like hysterical laugh. But it wasn't funny. Like, if somebody's driving, is that
1: funny? Right, it was out of order. It didn't make sense why she yeah. do that. It didn't
0: sound rational. But she's,
4: yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm i like, driving, cause I picked up the food and I was driving home. So you asked me a question, what are you doing? And I'm giving you the answer. I'm being truthful. And then she, so that was, so at that point it was odd. So I just kept quiet, and I just listened to her talk. Right, and then she exposed herself. And she, she went mm-hmm. on. to was saying a bunch of stuff. And then she was like, oh, you know. The spiritual community has been infiltrated. These are her own words. Mm. She said, The spiritual community has been infiltrated. And this and this and that. And, da, da, da. and it, it brought my mind back to the meditation center. You know, she was there. You practice black magic and witchcraft and all, and you're in a meditation center where there's love and light. And there's all, you know, how do mm. you practice something dark and you're here? So it was It's definitely infiltrated. She exposed herself. So they put these plants, they put these people that look like us, they put them like agents. Mm-hmm. Because I'm telling you, Malcolm X will still be alive right now. Malcolm X, Biggie, Nipsey Hussle, all these people will be alive right now. They use their own people. Yes. Plants, agents, they infiltrate any type of movement. It doesn't matter if it's meditation, if it's for a good cause, if MLK was preaching Unity, love, Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter whether it's a positive movement or it don't don't matter. They use our own people. These people come, they join it, you thinking they're, they're, you know, they look like you so they must be for you, you know, little do you know. Yeah,
1: but not everyone has that mindset for looking out for themselves Mm -hmm. and uh, (laughs) induced by money. So, or different things or whatever so that's, that's yeah, Narcissist
4: Narcissist that knows black magic that is jealous that's like the worst kind of person you could ever run into
2: mm-hmm.
4: I mean nar- they, Narcissists don't even have any type of they don't have any empathy period so whatever they're doing to you they don't They, I mean they're doing it Because they really want it to work and they're doing it every... That's why there's no sleep for the wicked. They're doing it day and night. Some spells, in order to cast some spells, you have to starve. You have to fast for several days. Go without food for several days. So that the spell can work. Like major spells like that. Some spells, when you're casting, you have to walk barefoot for the whole day. It's so many different things you have to do. You have to walk in a river find a river or a pond or a pool, somewhere, a pond or some type of water body. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, in order for the spell to work, certain things like criteria that you have to meet. And somebody that feels no empathy, is a narcissist, is a jealous... If they can't have it, you can't have it. But it's like, it makes no... (laughs) I'm telling you, just... Our our bringing, it can really set us up to fail. Because you carry on certain thoughts and, you know, about yourself and, you, you know, because of that, yeah. you attract certain, you manifest certain things because of those thoughts that you have deep down ingrained in you. So you go for the rest of your life attracting certain things that you doing, you know.
1: I know so, crazy. so well. You're absolutely correct.
4: But yeah, if you feel like something has been stolen from you. Especially through sex, you know, mm-hmm. rape and all that. A lot of things get mm-hmm. stolen. So, like coconut, you just get seven coconuts because one coconut for at night, one coconut every day. You set your intention. You are retrieving your your stolen star, your stolen destiny, anything that is been stolen from you. You just set that intention. You take your regular shower. While you're still inside the shower, you, you know, you pour that coconut water inside a, a bowl with water or mm-hmm. a bucket with water. That's it. You just you're still in the shower. You pour it over your body. You use the coconut water to rinse your body. You let it naturally dry on your body. You Wrap a towel around you, and you just go to sleep. That's it. You do okay. it for seven nights. It will, anything that was to, I'm telling you, your guide, your spirit guides will actually go and retrieve things for you. It will be confirmed in dream night after night after night. Everything they get, they retrieve from. You know, they get back. They will. It will be confirmed to you in a dream. They will give you a dream confirmation. There are Bible Psalms that you can read. Bible Psalms that can take out hundreds of enemies. Psalm 7. Every night, you can, if you don't pray, you can re- replace your prayer with Psalm 7. You can read Psalm 7 as your prayer. Psalm 7. Psalm 4. Psalm 35. These three are very powerful. Any of these three, you can read any one of them. Psalm 4, Psalm 7, Psalm 35. Every night you're sleeping, you just read a psalm, you drift off to sleep. Like, just, just recently, I, I had a confirmation in my dream. One of my spirit guys was like, he said he just chased away 400 enemies. I just chased away 400 of your enemies. Right after that, I woke up from my sleep. Okay. You will get confirmation, yeah. So... We're not power like we're not. We there are things you just have to know. These things, like it, these things, I'm talking about coconut and the your know, different things, the rice and the. You can even sugar. if you want to attract a new love interest, you want to attract. Just use sugar to to cleanse yourself at night before you go to sleep or before you walk out the door. You just do your regular shower. You put one tablespoon of sugar in a a bowl of water. It could be warm water. You let the sugar dissolve. You set your intention. I want to attract a new love interest. I want to attract whatever it is. You want to attract, you know, I don't know, luck. You want to attract good luck, whatever it is. You can do it with Fanta too, the Coca-Cola Fanta. Fanta, you can pour Fanta. Right, just a cup of Fanta, just one cup. You pour it into a bucket of water or a bowl of water. You add a little bit of, you can add cinnamon to it, cinnamon powder, like a pinch of cinnamon powder. All you need, or half a teaspoon or a tablespoon, any amount of it's whatever you want. Just these two, cinnamon and f- Fanta, before you walk out the door. I mean, just men are just going to be <laughs> men are just going to be just on their knees when you, you, if you man, you're going to be approached by men everywhere you go. You're going to be so attractive. Just Fanta and cinnamon, because spiritually, you it's spiritual, <laughs> it's all spiritual. You just use these two to bathe. You just try it. Just use it to, just one, just to experiment with it. You see, you walk out the door. You don't wipe yourself. You let it dry on you, though. That's the thing. You have to let it dry on you. The the cinnamon one, you can do it. It can be Fanta and it can be cloves. You can boil the cloves, the clove buds. You can boil it and you add Fanta to it and you mix it together. And you just pour it in your bucket of water, your bowl of water. And you use it to okay. bathe before you walk out the door. You let your yeah. body naturally dry. You put in your lotion. You put that thing. You just walk out the door. Men are going to army everywhere you turn. Everybody wants to do you a favor. Everybody wants to help you. It's spiritual. But this is you can be using these things to help yourself and to help others instead of using it to cast spells on people. So those people casting these spells are really mentally ill, honestly, because it don't make no sense. That's why Africa is. We we gave them our spirituality, and they gave us the Christianity. Why is Africa poor? You can attract. You can do a few things, and a cinnamon stick. I burn cinnamon stick, and I get a lot of orders on my online store. People just ordering left and right. Oh my, just cinnamon stick. But okay, so basically everything I'm saying. That like you can do the. You know, the cloves, the rice water, the coconut water, all those things, you can do them, right? But you cannot do any, you cannot even touch any of those things, all those natural earth, You can't even touch them if you're on your period. So females, yeah. you can't do these things. Yeah, mm-hmm. you cannot do it on your period. You have to wait for your period to end before you do any type of spiritual cleansing or any type of cleansing period. Can't do it. You can do the same with lemongrass. You get lemongrass, you boil it in water. Lemongrass is a masculine energy, it's fire. It the element is fire. It's from it's a uh, its planet is Mars. Lemongrass, very powerful yep. sun energy. You get lemongrass, you leave it out. Yeah, you you get you get lemongrass in bushes and stuff like if there's a bushy you just put mm-hmm. the lemongrass. You cut it, yeah. You just leave it in the. You leave it out to dry. You leave it out to dry. It doesn't. You don't have to leave it in the sun. You can just leave it anywhere your home, inside your home, and let it dry. And then you boil oh. it. You boil okay. it and use it. Unblocks it. Unblocks your road and unblocks any type of roadblocks that's been set before you. It, it well, spiritually, I'm talking spiritually here. Mm-hmm. So certain things may have been done, even. Like I said, ancestry, bloodline, whatever it is that is still affecting you because you are in on that line. It's a bloodline. You you carry mm-hmm. that blood. So yeah. So the little, little things we have to do. But that's what I do. I have sites where I um I so I do it I put it I type this out, the ingredients and instructions, and I put it as recipes. Oh, ah,
2: so, yeah. Okay.
4: Yeah, so I have a whole – I have, like, hundreds of recipes. I have books written on it. I have two – I have more than two books written on it, but, yeah. So I have it as recipes, but – and, you know Etsy Etsy store? Etsy website? Etsy. You heard of Etsy before, eh? The store.
1: Have you been on Etsy? I've been on Etsy. I I haven't uh, sold anything on okay. Etsy, okay. but I've visited to look at different types of merchandise.
2: Yeah.
4: People sell herbs and different, different things, like herbs that you won't find. They sell seeds, you know, and so many different things. Let's um, say in lemongrass, you can boil it, and if you have a fever, it will knock it out straight. It will, you just boil it and drink it as a tea. But... Yeah, lemongrass goes to unblock your path as well. Papaya leaves, the ones that are if you buy papaya, the actual fruit in the market, the grocery store, you split it open, it has millions of seeds in it. You if you have a backyard or a pot or whatever you can plant it and the leaves is what you need. And you just boil it and use it. I mean, you do it don't even have to be papaya leaves, it can be tomato leaves too. Same with tomato leaves, you can boil it and it's like a, it's antiviral, antibacterial, antifungal. You boil tomato leaves. You can also boil it to use it to bathe as a spiritual bath, and it will go. And every every plant has its spiritual side and its spiritual work that it does. So you don't even have to know what it does. Any plant out there in any, in the bushes, everything has a spiritual side to it, a spiritual work that it does, and it is an ancestor that's assigned to do that work, accompany. That was to get that work done. So when you take, when you use it to bathe with your body and you let it drop and imprint it on your on your subconscious mind, you're sending a message out that this is the work you need done, and they will get to work. With spirit guides, otherwise they're just sitting there. So yeah, the coconut. If you feel like anything is stolen from you spiritually. You used to love something in childhood. You used to you lost something. You feel like you lost something. You can use your coconut to retrieve your stolen glory, to retrieve it. You do it once a month if you want. You could just do it one time. Coconut water. If you have a physical store, right? You have a physical store. Nobody's buying from your store, right? No customers. You get a bottle, an empty bottle container. You get Real coconut, you crack it open, you pour the water inside the bottle. You get cinnamon powder. You put a half, you put a teaspoon, teaspoon of cinnamon inside that bottle, inside the water, the bottle with the coconut water. You cover it, you shake it up. You go to your store, you sprinkle this water all over the floors of your store. You sprinkle it on your doorstep outside of your store. You sprinkle it around your your um your town, you know area and you'll see customers coming like crazy. You see customers flood like crazy. This is all natural things. These are all natural natural items. Natural spices in our kitchen. They all have spiritual uses. So nobody's really a victim, you know <laughs> Unless you know, there's certain things you can do. I mean, I guess there's certain things you can do. You know, maybe not all the time, but there, if it's spiritual, there's certain things you can do to counter, to counteract wh- whatever somebody's sitting now they're doing. You know. But yeah, I just wanted to share that the coconut is very powerful. The coconut water.
0: Very, very possible. Really what I really appreciate all this I mean what I'm hearing. I I don't know that I'm gonna retain all of what what I've heard but it has given mm-hmm. me the essence of mm-hmm. how it is to use nature, you know, to my um yes. my advantage. They don't
4: teach you that. They don't teach they've remote that's why it's concrete everywhere. But nature is like the po- The power is all in nature. It, the power is all in nature. All the plants, the pine tree, the everything, all these other cultures practice it. It's only somehow in America, nobody knows anything about nature or spirituality. This is African spirituality. They use nature to fight all these battles. Haiti. You go to Haiti. They call they demonize Voodoo, and all it's all herbs they're using. Rosemary and all you boil rosemary, boil mm-hmm. rosemary, in water. Strain it. You go to shower you at night before you go to bed. You shower. You use it as a cleanse to cleanse your whole body. You go to see and you see the kind of dreams you're gonna get. Like it's gonna it's gonna remove something from you. It's gonna cleanse something from your spirit. Spiritually, is going to open the way. Every plant, every herb has something specific. They showed it to you and charmed. The TV show charmed. That's what these white girls are. Wicca is all our pra- African practice with a different name to a different label. Wicca, this, um, Vudun, Ifai, all, the- all of these, the practice of it, all these herbs came from our grand- great-great-grandmothers. Great great ancient. This is all they're using back in the day. They used it, they used the plants to you know to survive. They used it to heal themselves. They they boiled it to it was sick. If they had an open wound, they knew what herb to get. They knew to get the the onion to crush the onion and then put it on the wound to stop the bleeding. They knew I mean they just used the herbs to do everything. Time, time, the herb, time. It spiritually liberates you. It spiritually, if you're facing any spiritual problems, it liberates you. It cannot be misused though. You only use it like once every, every two weeks or something. Time, time, the, the spice, time. T-Y, T-H-Y-M-E. T-y-t-h-y-m-e. You take it and then you, you, as usual you boil it. You add a tablespoon of honey, just the honey, just a regular honey. You pour a tablespoon of honey into that. after you've strained it. You put honey into it. That's it. You use it to do a spiritual bath. Like the same thing, you finish bathing in the shower, you're still staying in the shower. You you know, you have your time, you mix it in water. Use it to wash over your body. You set your intention. You can set your intention in your head, like I'm doing this. So, you know, to spiritually be free. It doesn't even have to be anything. You just have to set an intention, any type of intention, the reason why you're doing it. You know, that's it. And then you use it to bathe and allow your body to put a towel around you or a scarf around you. you, just walk around, your body will naturally dry. You just go to bed with it. That's it. The next day you can just wash it off. You're good to go. There's so many ways to combat this because a lot of people join these sorority groups. These sorority groups and all these fraternities are that, guess what, they practice. Some go as far as even blood. If somebody really wants to hurt another person, they'll do anything. If it's a narcissist, like I said, narcissists, they don't even have conscience. They don't have a conscience. They don't feel any sympathy for you, they don't feel any empathy. They're not. They don't have any type of connection to you like that to feel for you. So whatever, if they label, if they see you in their mind as their enemy, oh, it's it's ruthless. I mean, if they know this type of thing I'm talking about, I'm only talking about the side of it that is used for good though, used to help yourself. That's the side I'm talking about. But this has a different side too, which is used to curse people, to harm them, to even kill them and stuff. You use the same herbs they're using to the cast spells. Those same herbs you can use to lift to lift those curses from you. If you know what to do. There are videos on this though. You can go and type in spiritual benefits of, say, rosemary, spiritual benefits of clove, spiritual benefits of garlic, spiritual benefits of ginger, spiritual benefits, you got a bunch of videos. I know that a lot of Nigerians and some Ghanaians and some other cultures, Indian cultures too. They, they make videos of teaching this stuff. So if you want to learn more, you could just go and you know find find a, a spiritual cleanse to do. But garlic and all everything has a spiritual um, side to it. You just either can either boil it or you can just just have warm water and put like a tablespoon in it and mix mix it and state your intentions, but with, with every single spiritual thing you do, we have to make sure that we're doing it when we're off of our menses. You're you're not on your menses. That's when you do these things. When your menses about to stop, when it starts, you stop it. You don't even touch, because it's believed that you contaminate it or something. That's the belief. Like you ruin it spiritually, you know, not even physically. You can still use it to cook and eat and everything. But to use it for a spiritual thing, like when you're in a and you're bleeding, you're not supposed to do any type of spiritual work. You have to wait. You have to wait until it's done. Until it's complete. And then after you do your spiritual cleanses, you have to take sea salt, like a tablespoon of sea salt. You mix it in water, any kind of water, any doesn't matter any amount of water. A tea, tea, tablespoon of, of sea salt got to be sea salt, though. it got to be sea salt from the sea. got to be sea salt. You, so you take a tablespoon of sea salt, you put it in any amount of water, and you leave it, let the water, let the sea salt dissolve in the water completely. You just use that water to wash the floor. You wash the floor of your bathroom. Where you did the cleanse, that's if you're sharing the bathroom with people. Because whatever you released is still on the energy doesn't die, remember? Can only be transferred or transformed or something. It doesn't die, it stays there. Whatever you release is still on the floor. Somebody else comes and walks into the shower, they step in it. They just took on what you released, they just inherited it. So, this stuff is very serious. So, it it will be my fault for not telling you, not giving you that extra detail. Yeah. So, that's what I'm saying. Like, you cannot do it while on your menses any type of spiritual work you cannot do while your menses and you can, after you finish it, it doesn't matter if it's the Fanta one, the Fanta with the sugar, the Fanta with the cinnamon, Fanta with sugar, Fanta with honey, it doesn't matter. You see, you can do whatever. It's your energy that's behind it that's going to make it work. So anything that you have in your home, I'm telling you, all the spices, cayenne, pepper, everything has a spiritual side to it. For instance, Right? You have a co-worker that doesn't like you all.